the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTVN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. And a good Monday afternoon to all of you. We are honored to have you with us this afternoon. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'm host of the Bill Bunkley Show. Uh, here as part of the Salem Media Group, and uh, we're starting another exciting week. I'm going to tell you what, the drama that is centered around this presidential election and the drama that is centered around all of the things that are affecting your life and my life today, it really is rather astonishing. It uh, is really something that... uh, Uh, As I continue to process what is happening, what is going on, uh, it just uh, doesn't cease to just uh, amaze me. But we're glad to have you here this afternoon because I am your watchman on the wall, and this is AM 570-910, Faith Talk Tampa. And for the next three hours, we're going to be informing you. We're going to be talking about some of the issues, and we've got uh, three great guests lined up to talk about different aspects of uh, the discussion in America today. We've got a couple of authors of uh, two books, uh, plus uh, we've got a spokesperson in charge of strategic communications with the White House, excuse me, with the campaign, the Trump campaign, and not the White House. Have some breaking news this afternoon. We found out just moments before coming on the air that uh, President Donald Trump who was taken to the Walter Reed Army Hospital there in Bethesda, Maryland. We have just learned that the president will be going back to the White House, scheduled for about 6.30 this afternoon. Let me repeat, the president is going to be discharged from Walter Reed Army Hospital about 6.30. He will be returning to the White House. That is an absolute praise the Lord. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. Um, You know, whenever you have a president that ends up having any kind of a medical issue, we may not realize it here in America, but it is a very, very big deal. It's a big deal to countries all around the globe when the president of the United States 
has to go to the hospital. Now, I want to tell you that's part of the, uh, of the media, uh, the, the mainstream, everything is negative media. Now, they go in overdrive in these situations. Now, it may be double overtime, uh, double overdrive, I should say, because it's President Trump. But with any president, and you know what news is all about, to get you to tune into their news, to get you to, to check in with them. And now we have this thing called the Internet, and we have websites, and uh, we have social media, and we have all sorts of forms of what I call clickbait. Now, look, they have to be responsible in telling us what's going on. But uh, from the very start of this, there was a lot of speculation about the president. Uh, should he temporarily step down? Should he turn over the reins of the United States government to over to uh, uh, Mike Pence? Um, is he going to get worse? Is he going to die? Is he going to live? Is he this? Is he that? Is he other now? That's why we as Christians, we know better than to take that bait. We know better than to... Um, to, to, to take that and run with it. Why? Well, because, yes, there are things that could be speculated upon at this point. But, uh, you know, if we would learn, and maybe this is a good education, especially as born-again believers, you know, the media is trying to manipulate us. And we've got 29 days, believe it or not, just 29 days until the presidential election. And so uh, to put any kind of a spin on this is what uh, the media is going to do. And I want to tell you that um, all the honor and the glory and the praise that we give uh, to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and his Father and the Holy Spirit, because we as Christians know that even though we might not know what tomorrow brings or the day after, It is Christ himself who has our back in that area. Because he tells us, sons and daughters, don't worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. Don't worry about, don't fret, either in your personal life or in our corporate life as Americans. Because he tells us, I got this. I have this. And so we worry about today. And so even last night, The media was criticizing the fact that the president felt well enough and got the clearance from his doctors that a whole lot of people were standing outside on the sidewalk of uh, the hospital encouraging the president. They had their Trump signs, their placards, their shirts, their hats, and... um, Look, I want to tell you, this is, I believe this is life-changing for the president. It is is one thing to have been dealing as the leader of the free world with this whole COVID pandemic mess. And then to uh, all of the critics of the masks and the no masks and the six feet and the too close or whatever, but the Lord allowed President Trump to contract COVID-19 himself. And by the way, if you look, the president has been very encouraging about several different opportunities for therapeutics, 
And I think the president has incorporated two or three of those, plus some natural vitamins, et cetera, et cetera. And so here we have a president that wasn't just giving lip service. He said he wouldn't be afraid to take it. And lo and behold, he has taken it. So what is he being criticized now for? Oh, it's dangerous. Some, quote, unquote, some, some are saying you take all these things at one time. It's, it's irresponsible. It's this, it's that. Okay. We will just watch and see what God is up to. Because let me remind all of us who are followers, God's in control right now. And let me just say this. You have been praying for the president. I've been praying for the president. We've got a, what I call a partial answer to prayer. This moment. That he's going to be coming home from the hospital. But you know, and as we talked to Dr. John Green at the Moffitt Cancer Center on Friday, the next two, three, or four days are still critical days. Now, I think it's obvious that the president is moving in the opposite direction, but it's in these next two or three days that we have learned by experience that that is when COVID-19, as it begins to attempt to do its thing in the human body, This is when if, and it's a big if, if things get critical over the next two or three days, that's when we're going to hear reports about some of these more critical advancements in some patients. Remember that some patients remain asymptomatic, which means they've had COVID. They didn't even really realize they had COVID. Now, where is uh, Donald Trump? Well, Right now he's doing well, and we will have a chance to look back in a few days. Where did the president end up on this scale of, say, 0 to 10, a 0 of someone having COVID-19 and not really knowing about it, 10, let's just say not only knowing about it, but because of those conditions that we have talked about, that that person Um, ended up having their life expire because of COVID, not because of other things, not because of having a heart attack and and, and something like that, and you find out that they they, they were exposed to COVID. I mean, so where on that scale from 0 to 10 will the president end up? Well, it's too early to tell. And it's important to know that we are going to uh, have a chance to get all of that, but please continue to pray. The reason why I'm suggesting that we need to be praying is until this thing completely runs its course and um, until we get the absolute all clear, all clear, keep praying for the president. Keep praying for the first lady. Now, uh, Kaylee McEnany, the presidential spokesperson, she has been diagnosed with COVID today. We have the chairman, Republican National Committee. She's uh, been um, uh, diagnosed as well. And let's keep in mind uh, Pastor um, John Hagee, Cornerstone Church in San, in, uh, San Antonio. He is now COVID-19. And I learned over the weekend that the reason why Uh, I did not realize that uh, the nominee to the Supreme Court, um, Amy Coney Barrett, she actually uh, contracted COVID-19 earlier this summer. 
And so even though the ceremony that many people uh, speculate now because the numbers of people that were in close proximity to uh, that announcement in the Rose Garden two Saturdays ago, not this past Saturday, the Saturday before, uh, uh, those of you who have been kind of wondering, oh, what are we going to do if she comes down with COVID-19? Well, apparently she's not because she's got the antigens in her because she just had it a couple of months ago, two or three months ago this summer. So that is some very, very, very good news. So pray, pray, pray without ceasing. Um, the last thing that, that we would want, uh, whether whoever the president is, is for an interruption uh, of the governing of the United States because we have a lot of terrorists. We have a lot of other countries uh, who wouldn't think twice, either in obvious ways or things that are not so obvious to take advantage of us. So uh, there's a whole lot of praying for us to uh, to do as we continue on. Well, we'll have the latest on President Trump's uh, condition. We'll get to that uh, more at the top of the second hour. Uh, coming up uh, in just a few moments, at the bottom of this hour, we've got uh, author George uh, Newmar's new book called The Biden Deception. He's going to be with us uh, at 3.30, just kind of letting you know about that. Uh, this is... Um, uh, this is one of our Regnery books, which is part of our Salem Media Group. The full title is The Biden Deception, Moderate, Opportunist, or The Democrats' Crypto-Socialist? Question mark. Looking forward to that interview. Then then top of the hour, 4 o'clock hour, back with us is uh, Mercedes Schlapp, and she is the Senior Advisor, Strategic Communications, Trump Campaign. She'll give us an update not only on the president, but also uh, what the campaign will be up to the next few days. And in the third hour, we're going to have author Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. His brand-new book, The Harbinger 2, is a huge bestseller. Uh, he'll be with us. And we'll also get a discussion in on the Rays and the Yankees and that playoff series. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. Be right back. Talking to me, saying, Who do you think you are? I say, I'm just a nobody. I'm United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams, America's doctor. And all across our nation, we've taken steps together to slow the spread of coronavirus. Now we must continue to take personal responsibility to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Because even though not all of us risk a severe case of coronavirus, we all risk getting it and spreading it to others, maybe without even realizing that we're sick. So if we want to get back to school, back to work, back to worship, and back to overall health, there are things our country needs to do. We need to follow state and local guidelines, take extra precautions if at higher risk, wash our hands frequently, stay six feet from others when we can, and when we can't stay six feet from others, please, I'm begging you, wear a face covering. These small actions will make a big difference. So I'm asking you to say it with me, America. Coronavirus stops with me. You can learn more at coronavirus.gov. Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services at taxpayer expense. Parents, are you happy with your children's at-home high school experience? Wondering if you're doing all you can to prepare them for the next step in their life? Check out Salem Career Hub online at SalemCareerHub.com. Whether it's college prep school, a four-year university, an MBA, or learning real-world vocational skills needed to start a career, get connected with top-ranked online schools and leading skills-based short-term training programs 
like full-stack software development from the co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak, to online XR programs, teaching hands-on vocational courses for HVAC, welding, plumbing, facilities management, electricians, solar, and more, all at a special reduced Salem Career Hub price. Better your child's life through education. Our team of educational experts are available to help you Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Time. Just call 866-711-6275, or online at SalemCareerHub.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Praise the Lord. All the honor and glory and praise we give to the Lord. And I tell you what, having, well, 30 or 45 seconds of just being able to to think about you, Lord, and meditate on you and some of these very, very inspirational choruses uh, of, uh, of the time that we're living in right now. Uh, but, uh, but, Lord... As you just remind us who you are this afternoon and you give us the power and the strength to do all of what we're doing, we praise you. We praise you. We praise you. Well, Bill Bunkley here. The phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. want to remind you right now that uh, many of you have been uh, emailing, texting, social media. Right now, I can tell you that all of my recommendations for the 2020 general election have been posted on our website. Now, you have two places to go. You can go to our website. You go to letstalkfaith.com. Then you clip on uh, the programmers programs. Click on Bill Bunkley and just go down. You'll see not only the tab for the 2020 general election, but here are the counties that you can click on to get my recommendations right now. You can go to the Hillsborough County tag. You can go to Pinellas County. You can go to Pasco County. You can go to Polk County. You can go to Manatee County. And you can go to Sarasota. And there, not only do I have some recommendations on your local races, I'm giving you uh, what you need to know for the Florida Supreme Court retention. I'm giving you what you need to know Uh, for the Second District Court of Appeals um, uh, retention. Uh, And I'm also giving you my uh, opinion, my recommendations on all of the constitutional amendments that are going to be on the ballot. And let me just say, if you happen to live in a county outside of those counties I just mentioned, remember that all the ballots across the state are going to have the question about the Supreme Court retention and even some of the counties that are right around uh, maybe just a small portion, uh, I'm thinking of Hernando County, other counties, keep in mind that when it comes to the Florida Supreme Court, 
when it comes to the Second District Court of Appeals, and when it comes to the amendments, uh, those are would, those would be universal in all 67 counties. So um, if you are, are of a biblical worldview, Christian worldview, I, I want to just tell you that if you will, you can copy that. You can go to that page. You can copy it. Take it to the polls. Use it when you fill out your ballot. Um, also want to encourage you that if you uh, want to send that out on your social media, be it Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or whatnot, uh, it, you, you certainly can, can uh, send it out, and duplication is permitted. Uh, please, um, it's also on my um, Facebook page, uh, Facebook uh, forward slash Bill Bunkley. It's public page, so you don't even have to be on Facebook to view it. But uh, if you would like it and share it and all those things, uh, because uh, it's now out and some of you are ordering those mail-in ballots, I tell you I have a big warning at the top of the page that if you are going to receive a mail-in ballot, I just ask that you don't mail it back in the mail. Now, if you're sure that when you sign that mail-in ballot, that signature is going to match and not going to get tossed out, at your respective supervisor of elections office, then go ahead and fill out that ballot. But, but, don't mail it back in. When early voting begins, there'll be several early voting sites around your county. If you'll simply follow the instructions on the mail-in ballot, complete it, put it in, sign the envelope, whatever they tell you, whatever the instructions is, then you just need to bring it and drop it off at one of the early polling sites. You can drop it off. They'll have a box right there. Now, be sure you understand this. You cannot take it to your precinct, your mail-in ballot. You cannot take that to your, to your precinct on Election Day. You can turn it in, but you have to go to one of the official elections offices in your county. Sometimes there's one, sometimes there are four or five different locations, as long as it's an official uh, a location for the elections office and not a precinct, you can take it in and drop it off. But I very much encourage you to not, to not go the route of um, mailing that uh, ballot in. Now, I want to tell you that um, in 2016, I think that figure is about uh, – 25 million Christians failed to vote in America. There was a lot of people who are self-described as Christians. And remember, it was uh, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. There was a huge undervote in the presidential election. I hope that not only these last three and a half years, Uh, But also what I hope most of you have come to understand, at least if you're listeners to the Bill Bunkley Show and our platforms here on both our Faith Talk platform as well as our answer platforms, that there is so much more at stake in this election than the personalities. I don't care whether you like or don't like Joe Biden. I don't care whether you like or don't like Donald Trump. They have two distinctive agendas. They have two distinctive platforms of their respective parties. And I'm asking you, please, I'm praying for you. I'm, I'm praying, Lord, 
again here publicly, Lord, I ask that you will motivate and educate every single Christian who not only may not vote, haven't voted, and by the way, you only have until tonight to get to an elections office at 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, whatever, to register to vote. But if you're registered to vote and you're a Christian, Lord, I'm just asking all of them, please do not sit home this time. Because the literal future of America, not only on the short term for four years, but in, but in the years after that, this is so, so critical. And uh, I believe it is our Christian duty, our Christian responsibility to vote. So I'm going to take a break. Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Reminding you that coming up in just a moment, we're going to be talking with George Newmar. He's written a brand new book, The Biden Deception, Moderate Opportunist or the Democrats' Crypto-Socialist. Going to have that discussion coming up uh, in a moment. And reminding you that everything that we talk about today for three hours will be part of our podcast that we will post tomorrow. And you can go see that at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Just hit the archives page. I'm Bill Bunkley. More of the Bill Bunkley Show in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump has tweeted he will be leaving Walter Reed Medical Center this evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. The president has been undergoing treatment for a fourth day for COVID-19. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says he's ordering schools in certain New York City neighborhoods closed within a day in an attempt to halt a flare-up of the coronavirus. Americans Harvey Alter and Charles Rice and British-born scientist Michael Houghton have been awarded the Nobel Prize for Medicine or Physiology for the discovery of the hepatitis C virus. Tropical Storm Delta has formed and is expected to become a hurricane before hitting Cuba on a path that could eventually reach the U.S. Gulf Coast. Delta is intensifying and expected to hit the Cayman Islands later today. On Wall Street, the Dow had 468 points, the Nasdaq up 246. This is SRN News. What? My name is Bernadette, and I am a parishioner at St. Joseph's on the Brandywine. Joe Biden has been part of our parish for more than 40 years. Our sons became friends when they were in first grade. And ever since, I've known Joe and the entire Biden family. Even now, when Joe's back home, we see him at Mass on Sunday. You can tell how important Joe's faith is to him. It's what motivates everything. Joe's beliefs, his values, the kind of president Joe would be. Joe Biden knows what it means to be your brother's keeper, to care for those around you and lift up those who are suffering. Their values Joe learned from his mom and dad and from the nuns who taught Joe his Catholic faith. That's Joe Biden, a man guided by faith. I'm Joe Biden. 
candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Biden for president. Cornerstone Cornerstone is an essential service working to meet the needs of homeowners during this difficult time by following all CDC guidelines and taking extra protective steps on site. When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. Salem Media Group is hiring. We're recruiting for a building and grounds maintenance position for our studio and tower locations in Tampa Bay. We're looking for a self-motivated, organized professional, with the ideal candidate being responsible for ongoing building and vehicle maintenance projects, landscaping, and other duties as directed by the engineering department. If you're interested, apply online. Click the careers link at SalemMedia.com. That's SalemMedia.com. Click the careers link. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. No, it's right there in the world. And I say to you that you are now Peter. You are Peter the Rock. And then the verse 19, I will give you the keys. Now here's keep going. Authority. The keys mean authority. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Who am I that the Lord of all the earth would care to know my name, would care to feel my hurt? Who am I that the bright and morning star would choose to light the way for my ever wandering Not because of who I am, but because of what you've done. Not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. And we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. As uh, we all know, we are in the midst of a very important part of American history. It is the 2020 presidential election. And no doubt this is going to be a watershed moment for America. And uh, I got to tell you that uh, with all of the varying interests of uh, uh, whether to uh, promote Joe Biden or to not promote him, to promote President Trump, not promote him, uh, it's, uh, it's like a, um, a minefield trying to walk through, trying to figure out to who speaks the truth. Well, today we want to talk a little bit about a brand new book, and I'm excited because this comes to us from Regnery Publishing, Publishing, I should say, uh, which is a division of the Salem Media Group, uh, my sister organization. The book is called The Biden Deception, Moderate, Opportunist, or the Democrats' Crypto-Socialist. George Newmeyer is the author. We're standing by for George to hook up with us. 
Um, George is the author of The Political Pope and the co-author of No Higher Power, Obama's War on Religious Freedom. Uh, He has served as executive director of the American Spectator and the Catholic World Report. He's also uh, the op-ed editor for Investors Business Daily and a media fellow at Stanford's Hoover Institute. And uh, we're standing by um, to get him uh, on with us. There was a little bit of a a technical uh, situation going on, but we want to talk a little bit about who is Joe Biden, Uh, because the way others will describe him, and now how he's describing himself. And and let me tell you a little bit of the challenge that uh, a presidential candidate finds themselves in, especially especially if they have been a long-standing member of Congress, and in this case also as a vice president. There is quite a trail of a record uh, behind uh, Mr. Biden. And in that trail... Um, quite frankly, and you can do your own research, there is quite a bit of flip-flopping that has gone on. And it is in many, many, many areas. Look, it's it's in the area of racism. In early comments he made about uh, uh, segregation and his kids and where he wanted his his kids to go to school or not, um, there is uh, hypocrisy. And uh, there was a Joe Biden that was a get tough on crime and wrote a very, very, very tough crime bill that now uh, the campaign is doing everything it can everything it can to discredit uh, that record. And uh, w- when you look at a lot of the areas, and I hope that we'll be able to get uh, into this uh, with our author of the Biden deception uh, that we're standing by hopefully to uh, connect with, you know, when, when you talk about the the areas where there's some issues, you know, um, there is uh, there, there there is information that you can research right now that uh, has to do with what has the vice president uh, presidential contender Joe Biden, um, what he's has he done even in the last few weeks to undercut law and order. You know, the mantra on the left, especially the far left, has been very anti-law enforcement, very much pro-defund the police, and uh, quite frankly, especially during the Democrat convention, uh, Mr. Biden and then uh, Kamala Harris, crickets, crickets when it came to the the violence in the streets. And I want to take you back to the 60s and and some of the other um, uprisings in America as it pertained to civil rights. If you remember, there was usually after um, an episode of folks that uh, took to the streets and uh, were very moved by the injustice that uh, they felt in their lives, who would you see go to the streets? You would see oftentimes, uh, you would see Jesse Jackson. You would often see Al Sharpton. You would also see local leaders of Congress, local leaders in the U.S. Senate, would go to the streets along with local officials. And they would would work the streets asking for calm, asking for an end to, to the violence. 
Now, you can go back and you can research and actually get video clips of a lot of this in years past. But have you noticed what's been missing since the the violent uprising of the revolutionaries, the Marxists, the, the, the folks from Antifa? Not only has there been crickets from the leaders of the uh, of the clergy, but also the leaders of Congress, been crickets from Joe Biden. And by the way, do you know when Joe Biden, you know, he, he might have made a statement here and then a statement way over here. But he certainly, in my opinion, wasn't leading the nation to quell the violent disturbances until, <laughs> until, I believe it was the week after the Democrat convention. It was the week that Donald Trump and others were very much speaking out and criticizing the um, uh, the former vice president for the crickets of both he and Kamala Harris, and then the pre- then the vice president, Mr. Biden, began talking about it. Now, that, and let me just mention, Jose, are we, are we pretty much, um, okay, um, we are having some issues getting with the author. So let me just, let me tell you uh, about some of the things that uh, I think that you ought to check out this book and get a copy of it. And let me, let me go through a, a few things that are in the book so you'll know. Um, the author, George Newmar, he'll talk about undercutting law and order. He'll also talk about how Mr. Biden, even though many portions of the southwestern wall between us and Mexico has been completed, and you're not hearing about all of the very positive statistics. Now, some of the positive statistics uh, really have to do with COVID as well. Uh, I understand that, but but the movement of all these people very close to one another uh, and the fact that there's this wall now, this fence on the border, been very, very su- successful. But uh, keep in mind, if uh, Mr. Mr. Biden were to become president, you probably would have a, a very quick executive order erasing everything that President Trump has done on trying to regulate illegal immigration. Uh, illegal aliens entering into the country, including um, what the vice president would do as president as it as it pertains to our national borders. Because Kamala Harris himself, many members uh, on the left, have been talking about the fact of us having an open country, which would be a recipe for disaster, an absolute disaster. You want to bankrupt America? That's exactly what you want to do. And um, then how about insisting on abortion and demanding that abortion be legal all the way up to birth and in some states very quickly, led by the likes of the governor of Virginia, would also um, create laws that if you want to have an abortion and there was some sort of quote-unquote mix-up or accident with the abortionist and your baby was born. Your baby could be could be left to die. So let's very quickly go. We now have uh, George Newmar with us, and of course he is the author of the Biden Deception, the Moderate, 
Is he a moderate opportunist or the Democrats' crypto-socialist? By the way, you know what crypto means? Hidden. Is Joe Biden a hidden socialist? Let's go to George Newmeyer. George, good to have you with us this afternoon. Thanks for having me. Sorry for the technical difficulties, but let's jump right on into this. The Joe Biden that's out there on the commercials right now and the spin being done by him and Harris, you make the case it's a big deception. Tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, for many years, he Biden has presented himself as a harmless moderate. But what I show in the book is that that is a big lie. Uh, he is a radical in moderate's disguise. He's embraced all of the far-left policies of the Democratic Party. He's essentially uh, ideologically the same as uh, Bernie Sanders and AOC. You know, he, he, has, he formed a working group with them, and they've produced a manifesto together that shows that Biden – should he win, will govern as a far-left Democrat. When we look at Biden's record and we go back, we look at areas such as uh, even law and order. I mean, he, he authored a bill to get tough on crime, and now he's acting like he wasn't even in the neighborhood where he was the co-author. Give us a couple of those uh, examples of the deceptions that are in your book that uh, are rewriting the history of Joe Biden. Sure. Uh, you know, yeah, he was in the 1990s. He presented himself as tough on crime. And the reason for that was that the uh, Democratic Party was trying to triangulate the Republicans. You know, that was back in the 90s under Bill Clinton. But now, um, you know, now that he is running for president, he selected as his running mate Kamala Harris, who's the most liberal member of the U.S. Senate. She's somebody who endorses Black Lives Matter. She's marched with Black Lives Matter. She's tweeted out that she wants people to donate to uh, the cause of springing rioters from jail. So he's completely gone 360 on that. He's now a, uh, an ACLU-style Democrat, you know. And uh, so that's just one example of his many flip-flops. He used to be very opposed to drug legalization in the 1990s. Now he's in favor of it. Uh, he once was critical of abortion. He's now in favor of not only uh, abortion rights, but also forcing Americans to pay for abortion. He, he uh, as president, he'll impose an abortion mandate on employers. So, yeah, on issue after issue, he has gone from, uh, you know, the middle to the far left. Hmm. Uh, let me ask you about your Chapter 5, because there's a lot of Second Amendment folks that are listening today. Uh, well, you got Joe Biden. He said, quote, I'm going to take you on and I'm going to beat you. What does that mean to gun owners? Well, they should be very afraid. Uh, You know, Biden has said that he wants Beto O'Rourke to be his gun czar. And Beto O'Rourke has famously said that he wants to confiscate people's AR-15s. So I I think we can expect, if Biden wins, that he's going to come for America's guns. And uh, he's going to put on the courts uh, opponents of the Second Amendment. So that's another concern. And then, of course, he's running with a running mate, of Kamala Harris, who's in favor of so-called mandatory gun buybacks, which is just a euphemism for gun confiscation. All right. Hey, George, is it possible to stay with us for a few minutes after the break? Oh, sure. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. I'm Bill Bunkley uh, with author George Newmar, the Biden deception moderate opportunist or the Democrats crypto socialist. I've got some more questions about some answers in this book. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Trophies won will crumble into dust when it's said and done. 
Every day in the U.S., more than 2,300 women choose to end their pregnancy through abortion. The majority of these women do so in order to make someone else happy. As soon as I found out I was pregnant, I told my fiancé. It should have been happy news, but he told me we have too much going on with college and a baby would distract us from our plans. I didn't know what to do, and I felt so alone. Women like Anna call Option Line every day to hear about all their options and connect with a local pregnancy center that can provide the caring support and resources she needs to make positive choices for herself and her family. For just $75, you give these women hope by having a trained consultant available to answer their call 24 hours a day. Call 800-999-7408 to make your gift today. That's 1-800-999-7408. Or click the Heartbeat International banner at letstalkfaith.com to save a baby now. If you're ready to do something about that outdated kitchen or bath, remember, with About Face Cabinetry, you can replace your cabinets for half the cost, half the time, and half the mess of complete replacement. Their work is flawless and is backed up with the exclusive AFC Lifetime Warranty. Best of all, they do it for half the price in as little as three days, and yes, including granite or quartz countertops. I've had the About Face team in my home and talk about going the extra mile. They worked late on Christmas Eve updating our master bath to make sure the job was done right. You'll be amazed when you go to AboutFaceCabinetry.com and see the absolutely gorgeous kitchens and baths they've installed all around the Bay Area. Reface your cabinets for half the cost, half the time, and half the mess. Call About Face Cabinetry at 813-777-4088. That's 813-777-4088 or go to AboutFaceCabinetry.com. Pastors and ministry leaders, our station has been hosting jam-packed pastor events for years. And we didn't want to miss 2020 because of COVID. So we're presenting five exciting and power-packed virtual pastor appreciation events for you. Free online every Thursday in October with speakers like Tony Evans, Alistair Begg, John MacArthur, Greg Laurie, and Chuck Swindoll. As many of our cities are going through terrible times and you go, what's next? Finally reach bottom. You've been there. I've been there. When is the last time you poured out your soul to God for strength? With music by a number of artists, including Matthew West, Chris Tomlin, and Mandisa. Join us free online every Thursday in October. Register today at letstalkfaith.com. Keyword pastors. Work, school, grocery shopping, doctor's appointments, to the kids' soccer games, out for movie night, over to grandma and grandpa's house, and on last year's amazing road trip. Your vehicle takes you so many places. Lock it or lose it. If you suspect auto theft, contact the National Insurance Crime Bureau at 1-800-TEL-NICB or visit our website at nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at letstalkfaith.com. 
Hey, we're back. Let's get right back to it. Uh, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show, reminding you coming up top of the hour, Mercedes Slap, a strategic communication senior advisor for the Trump campaign, will be with us top of the hour with an update on the president. Coming up to third hour, The Harbinger 2, the brand-new book by Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. He'll be with us. And I received a surprise Saturday night with a Lifetime Achievement Award. We'll talk about that from the Florida Family Policy Council next hour. We're talking about one of our regnery books, The Biden Deception, Moderate Opportunist or Democrats, Crypto-Socialist by George Newmar. George is with us this afternoon. George, I want to hop right back in here because with our audience today in Chapter 8, you talk about Biden will crush religious freedom. Very important for our audience. Address that, please. Sure. Uh, Well, as you know, your audience probably recalls under Obama, there was a uh, contraceptive mandate contained within Obamacare, which forced employers to pay for the contraceptives and abortifacients of their employees. And a number of religious groups balked at that. And one of the groups was the Little Sisters of the Poor. And they ended up in court with the Obama administration. Well, uh, Joe Biden has said that he's going to resume that persecution of the Little Sisters of the Poor and other religious groups. And I predict that his administration would not only impose a contraceptive mandate on the religious, but also an abortion mandate. He's going to force the religious to pay for the abortions of their employees. And that's just one aspect of his assault on religious freedom. He's also going to, I I believe, uh, court-martial Christian chaplains who who object to his LGBT agenda. Uh, He's going to uh, punish anybody who doesn't accept gay marriage. You know, he won't let them interact with the federal government. He'll deny them loans and grants, et cetera. So I, I think we're headed for, if Biden wins, uh, a serious persecution under under the left, the far left. And uh, Joe Biden is completely beholden to the abortion lobby, and he's made it clear that he's going to go to the mat for them, and that will include, I believe, uh, an abortion uh, mandate on the religious. Danger, I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. Let's go uh, quickly to, um, as I read your book, read through your book, uh, you have a chapter on Biden's identity politics. You write on page 93, Biden is a shameless practitioner of identity politics who seeks to divide, not unite, and yet he has cast his candidacy as a, quote, return to normalcy, close quote. Uh, Talk about that. Sure, yeah. He he says that, you know, we're going to get back to normal under his administration, that's completely bogus. He he intends to get back to the divisiveness and demagoguery of the Obama years, you know, and uh, he's made that clear by calling anybody who disagrees with his liberal policies uh, a racist. You know, as I point out in his book, he refers to Republicans as Bull Connors. Uh, and then back in the uh, back in 2012, remember he uh, he said that that Mitch, Mitt Romney of all people was going to put blacks back in chains. So he, he's really given to making these racially uh, divisive statements, and I think that you know that's just going to have the effect of igniting race wars, not ending them in this country. Mm. Now uh, we're not going to talk about it because of time, but I just want to tell our listeners, Chapter 10, Biden's foreign policy follies and corruption. You want to go to uh, that Chapter 10 when you pick up your copy of this book. But uh, for our audience that here, Chapter 17, you talk about Joe Biden and his counterfeit Catholicism. Talk about that because it has to all to do with the life issue. Absolutely, you know he. Um... He's really pulling a, a sort of con job on Catholics because he presents himself as a devout, mass-going Catholic. 
uh, and yet on issue after moral issue, he's completely against the Catholic Church's stances. You know, he, he, your, your audience may not know this, but he actually officiates at gay weddings now, which is an egregiously disobedient act for a Catholic to commit. And that's just one example. He's, a, he's in favor, of course, of abortion at all stages and for all reasons. He's in favor of embryonic stem cell research. He's in favor of euthanasia. He's in favor of the one-child policy in China. You know, he went over to China and said that he fully understood its coercive population control measures. So on issue after issue, he stands against his own church. And yet at the same time, he's presenting himself as a Catholic in good standing. He's not. In fact, you know, the, the grim reality is, is that if he wins, he'll end up presiding over probably the most anti-Catholic, anti-Christian presidency ever. Mm. Got about a minute, minute or so left. Uh, one last quote from Chapter 4. Uh, Joe Biden has said, and you quoted in your book, transgender equality is the civil rights issue of our time. He means that, doesn't he? He does, and, and that's another you know, a blatant example of his uh, anti-Catholic Catholicism. I mean, how, how can you be a Catholic and make a statement like that? And, I, you know, parents across this country should be very concerned about a Biden administration because he intends to turn public schools into laboratories for, for transgenderism. You know, he has said on his campaign website that he wants, he wants young kids to come out as transgender. Is that something that parents across this country want from their public school system? I don't think so. And yet that's exactly what Joe Biden is going to do. He's going to impose his uh, immoral views on America's children. Hmm. I want to tell you, we've just scratched the surface, but you need to get your copy. You need to be educated on the issues. You really do. And you need to look at a a good piece of research with appropriate footnotes. I recommend that you get your copy of the Biden Deception, Moderate Opportunist or the Democrats' Crypto Socialist. And by the way, cryptocurrency, hidden currency, we're talking about is he a hidden socialist George Newmeyer has been my guest and my author, and this is uh, proud to say this is one of our regnery books. Uh, George, good to have you with us this afternoon. We're out of time, but thank you so much for all the work you put into this book. It is a must-read. Sure. Thanks for having me. God bless you, my friend. And wrap up the first hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. Coming up next hour, number two, our answer stations will join us. Uh, Mercedes Schlapp will be here. We'll find out the president's condition. And I'll talk more about the award I received Saturday night, the Lifetime Achievement Award from the Florida Family Policy Council. I'll be right back. Look, it's a great question. And maybe you know the typical family saves $500 a month switching to MediShare. But does it work? That's what Catherine was wondering when her family of five made the switch. And then she was diagnosed with an advanced cancer. Just the surgeon's bill was 100000 The first call that I made to MediShare, I was prayed with and prayed for, and there were just no problems at all. I mean, we just have not had any problems. So her need was met. And MediShare is a community of Christians who've now shared more than $4 billion of each other's health care bills. So many people are joining now wondering, why didn't we do this sooner? Catherine says her family has saved so much over the years. The savings have been thousands and thousands and thousands. So, yes, it works. Find out how much you can save. It's easy. You can call now and get a price within two minutes. Here's the number, 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. 
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump tweeting he will leave Walter Reed Medical Center this evening about 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Yesterday evening, the president received his third dose of remdesivir. He tolerated that infusion without difficulty, and his kidney and liver function continued to be normal. Our plan is to give the fourth dose of remdesivir this evening before he goes back to the White House, and we've made arrangements to deliver the fifth and final dose of his treatment course at the White House tomorrow evening. That's Dr. Sean Connolly. The president's medical team says Mr. Trump has maintained a full schedule during his stay. Dr. Brian Garibaldi reviews the treatment schedule. Though he may not entirely be out of the woods yet, the team and I agree that all our evaluations, and most importantly, his clinical status, support the president's safe return home, where he'll be surrounded by world-class medical care 24-7. Mr. Trump tweeted, quote, feeling really good, don't be afraid of COVID, don't let it dominate your life. We have developed under the Trump administration some really great drugs and knowledge I feel better than I did 20 years ago. The president expected to make the journey aboard the presidential helicopter Marine One. Also at SRNNews.com, the company, the U.S. economy facing risk from a potential resurgence of the coronavirus and from the failure so far of Congress to provide uh, additional financial support for struggling individuals and businesses. Jeremy House has this report. That judgment emerges from a survey released by the National Association for Business Economics of 52 forecasters who were polled last month. Among the forecasters, 55% said they regarded a second wave of COVID-19 cases as the most serious threat. 20% said they thought a lack of further government economic aid would pose the biggest risk. Correspondent Jeremy House on Wall Street. Ahead of the closing bell, the Dow had 438 points. The Nasdaq is up 249. This is SRN News. If you're thinking about life insurance, what if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around... I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985... We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. A Christian school receives a big gift. $11 million is being given to Calvin University in Grand Rapids to help faculty better understand and integrate reformed Christianity into the curriculum and school life. The cash is a gift from the estates of Rimmer and Ruth DeVries. Calvin President Michael Leroy says, quote, We are so grateful for the generosity of Ruth and Rimmer. Their gift will assure that Calvin remains a leader in providing the finest Reformed Christian education. Michael Harrington, SRN News. French President Macron working on a plan to curb Muslim radicalism in the wake of attacks on Jews and others. Macron is using the word separatism to describe the underworld that thrives in some neighborhoods around France where Muslims with a radical vision of their religion take control of the local population to inculcate their beliefs. Among the goals of Macron's plan is strengthening public services and better controlling local associations. This is SRN News. 
There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Monday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show, hour number two of three. And uh, we are delighted that you're with us this afternoon. Of course, we're part of the Salem Media Group. I want to just uh, tell you that uh, right off the bat that uh, my recommendations are now ready for the following counties here in Florida. Uh, For Hillsborough County, Pinellas County, Pasco County, Polk County, uh, Sarasota, and Manatee, all six counties They are ready for you to download. You can print. You can send them to whoever. And, by the way, I do cover not only your local races, but I cover the Florida Constitutional Amendments. I cover the Second District Court of Appeals uh, retention as well as the Supreme Court retention. If you've got school board in your local counties, we have all of that. So if you'd like to download and take a look at the Bill Bunkley recommendations for the 2020 general election, you can either go to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, uh, go to the programmers of the Bill Bunkley page. Same thing, you can go on our answer stations to the answertampa.com or the answersarasota.com, either of our two answer station websites. You can go to the Bill Bunkley show and you can see and download them there. Well, the breaking news this afternoon that our first guest is going to be talking about, as well as where does the campaign go from here, is that we learned that somewhere around the 6.30 hour, it's anticipated that uh, President Donald Trump will be leaving Walter Reed Army Hospital, make the journey back to the White House, and he will continue with his convalescence at the White House. That is good news. But without further delay, let's go uh, to the Senior Advisor for Strategic Communications for the Trump campaign, uh, especially on the national basis. Mercedes Slap is with us this afternoon. Mercedes, good to have you back with us today. Thank you for having me on. Well, what can you tell us that uh, wasn't encompassed with what I just mentioned? Things must be at least moving in a positive direction for the doctors to give the go-ahead for him to come back to the White House. Well, you know, I, I had a chance to talk to Mark Meadows, the White House chief of staff, this morning. He was telling me the president was doing well, that he's in good spirits, and obviously he was ready to get out of Walter Reed and uh, get back to the White House. You know, obviously. I think hearing the news that the president will be going back to the White House is very promising. You know, and as we know, in the White House, he's going to continue to have uh, the constant care of doctors there. There's actually a medical unit in the West Wing. Um, actually, it's in the it's between the West Wing and the residence. It's in the residence. And so the, the you know, the, the president will continue to 
do his regimen that he needs to be doing. And obviously, we want him to get healthy. That's the top priority right now. Um, but, you know, I think it's a very good news to see the progress that the president has made in such few short days. Hmm. And that's why we want to begin to talk about the campaign ahead. We have, what, 29 days until the election, understanding that uh, the president and the first lady's health and so many others uh, that now are, are now walking through this. Uh, who are very, very important, strategic to the president, uh, and they are in our prayers. But we do want to talk about the campaign because uh, we want to talk about what the plans are short-term, long-term, as this adjustment's uh, taking place right now, as we anticipate the president to be back to full steam here before too long at all. But, uh, Mercedes, I reach a, a headline just breaking on Fox News, Go Low Joe! Dems urge Biden to resume negative ads despite Trump hospitalization. Let's put the Democrat strategy aside. But in light of that, what is the strategy with the Trump campaign at this moment? Well, let's be real. I mean, the Democrats really didn't stop negative campaigning. They put out about 48 negative uh, ads just yesterday in about six of these targeted states. So they didn't really ever give up their negative campaigning in any sort of way. Um, but for us, you know, our focus is to continue uh, our campaign at full force, full steam ahead. Uh, we've launched Operation MAGA, where we're having the vice president following his vice presidential debate uh, travel to swing states, uh, and starting with Arizona. And then the first family is also going to continue traveling um, and they are a force of nature, which is wonderful to have them on the road. I, I had the great honor of traveling with Ivanka Trump last week uh, in North Carolina and in Florida. And uh, we're going to be heading back on the road next week. And then I'm heading to and many of our top level surrogates are doing these bus tours. I'm heading to Pennsylvania on the Women for Trump bus tour this Thursday and Friday. So it is a 24 hour campaign strong, reaching voters, get, doing the get out to vote vote efforts. And I have to say, I look at our ground game and it's simply historic. We have over 2 million volunteers. We've knocked on over 2.4 million doors in just last week alone. And, you know, when I travel across the country, all I get to really see are these very enthusiastic, hardworking Americans, some of them who had never been involved in politics before, saying, we've got to get President Trump reelected. He's the one that stands for, for our values, stands for freedom, stands for America, and stands against the far left, which is who Joe Biden has aligned, aligned himself with. Mm. I want to tell you, Mercedes Slap, that here in Florida, and I sense it's the same around the country, speaking to the, uh, to the point that you just made, I think that there's an awful lot of Trump supporters who have, well, at least on Friday or Saturday, kind of holding their breath, and then uh, having the its strategic communications by the president, show, the president not only showing the leaders around the globe, bad guys, good guys, good girls, bad girls, hey, I'm in charge. He took that little uh, opportunity to say thank you to the supporters. I can tell you there's a feeling here in Florida that, you know, if the president's going to be down for a few days, I'm going to step up and I'm going to get out, go hot, do a sign, do a rally, do this, do that. I just see the force that you're talking about, this huge ground force. I mean, it seems like they have this uh, this thought that they want to step in for the president right now and get out there. That's right. And I think that's really one of the messages we're talking about, that the president has been fighting for the American people. And it's our turn to fight for him and get out there and really work hard to get him reelected. And I do think that, you know, people feel 
energized and responsible to helping the president out right now, um, especially while he's recovering. And look, we want to see him out on the campaign trail. He outworks all of us all the time. Uh, but I also recognize that it's, you know, it's definitely going to be, you know, uh, it's going to take a little bit to get the president back on the campaign trail. So we're out on his behalf. And I, even when I traveled, for example, in Florida, the crowds were amazing. Uh, the people were ener energized. And they were doing what they could to help him out and get him elected. And I think that that's very promising. I mean, just in Florida alone, our voter registration is, is much larger than what the Democrats have been able to do. I actually think we're in good shape in Florida. We're not going to take anything for granted. And we're not going to, you know, take the, our foot off the pedal. We still have 28 days to get to the end of this election. And it's going to take every single one of us to work hard uh, to accomplish that. As we know, today is the last day to register to vote in Florida. So making sure that you, you know, your vote counts and you're part of that process. You're listening to the familiar voice of Mercedes Schlapp, and she is a senior advisor for strategic communications for the Trump campaign. And uh, she's almost keeping up with the president, because if you're turning on the TV, you're turning on the radio, she's in this state, that state, the other state, and uh, we certainly recognize uh, your dedication to the president as well. So since we are talking about the campaign, and we haven't worried about this for the last few days because the president's health has been first and foremost, take our audience through this official bipartisan <coughs> presidential commission, and uh, now they want to change all the some of the rules for the next presidential debate, and they want to give the moderator the opportunity to hit a mute button and I'm thinking about the First Amendment. I'm thinking about the big issues, even in this campaign, as the president fights off social media, fights off uh, the fake news and all the other, uh, you know, stifling of his First Amendment free speech. Uh, how does all this work as far as the campaign's position? Well, I got to I got to tell you something. What I've seen with this campaign debate commission is that they surely do favor Joe Biden, and we've seen many of the commission officials that actually are no are not at all friendly towards the president. So, in essence, um, you know, I think that that's a major concern. Obviously, we're not going to agree to anything that we don't think is the right thing to do. You know, obviously, I think for the vice presidential debate, they're thinking that we need to, you know, have more space between them. I get that. I think that makes sense. Uh, but at the end of the day. You know, we all I can tell you is that the president was very strong in his first debate. He dominated that debate. Unfortunately, he had to take on not only Joe Biden, but the moderator as well. And so our goal coming into the second debate is, you know, obviously we want to make sure that he's cleared to go. That's a priority. Uh, and secondly, you know, he's ready to rumble and ready to debate Joe Biden again because we have a strong record to to run on. And that is the great American comeback story. That is combating uh, coronavirus with a very robust plan. Uh, that's in contrast to Joe Biden, that we know that his, his tax plan, his economic policies would destroy American jobs, would lead to greater taxes that would impact uh, American families. And at the end of the day, his record has been all wrong when it comes to trade and how he has been cozy towards China and also supporting NAFTA, which we know led to job loss in the U.S. And he doesn't understand the America First agenda. So we want to have that opportunity for the president to be able to expose Joe Biden's weakness, how he himself has aligned himself with the far left, and also for the president to talk about what he's been able to accomplish in such a short period of time. Mm. Mercedes, if you'll just speak directly, and we have both our conservative audience here with the Salem Answer stations as as well as we have with our uh, Christian 
uh, teaching and talk, uh, faith talk stations. Um, last night I was looking at some numbers, and it's a significant number. Millions of evangelicals who were registered to vote in 2016 didn't vote. Uh, I've been telling my audience over and over and over the extreme significance of evangelicals uh, when you look at uh, the, the the values and the issues and the platform of the president and where we're going to be uh, if Mr. Biden is elected. Would you talk about uh, not only the feeling of the president toward the evangelicals that have been supporting him, uh, but also talk about the fact that if they stay home in the same numbers they did last time, the very future of America could be in jeopardy? Well, I got to tell you, I've had the great opportunity in working with a lot of evangelicals for Trump. And I think one of the things that we've all learned is that sometimes many of us of faith really stay quiet. We try to separate the faith from our politics. And the reality is, is now when we feel our our lives are, as, as people of faith, are, are threatened by the far left, where um, they, you know, they, they bully us for, for wanting to make church essential. I just read somewhere that, you know, Governor Cuomo is thinking about shutting down these churches, churches again, and they're saying, if you open up, we're going to close you down uh, for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And these types of threats are awful. I mean, this is why the president understands and recognizes that churches are essential, especially during a global pandemic. And there's a way to reopen our churches and our economy and our schools in a safe and responsible way. And so we have an obligation. And I think, uh, you know, it's very clear that you see the spiritual battle that's happening before us, which is, are we going to lose this great land, this great land that I believe is blessed by God, this great land that has given us freedoms like no other nation, this great land that our founding fathers built on Christian values, to then give this up to the far left, who they believe in everything extreme, whether it be taxpayer dollars going to abortion, supporting late-term abortions, uh, really trying to silence those to speak freely of their faith, shaming us for our religious uh, values. And so that's what we need to stop, because this is where we are right now. And I know that, you you know, God will deliver us. I really believe that um, through so much prayer and everything that we're seeing, um, that we are going to come through victorious. As I always say, I'm like, God is on our side. Like, we are doing right standing by the life of the unborn. We are standing right by standing by those who are people of faith. And that's our priority right now, and that's why we have to be involved. We've got to leave it right there, Mercedes. We've got a hard break coming up. Thank you so much. Please tell the president we're praying for him in Central Florida, and we're behind him. Mercedes Slap, Senior Advisor, Strategic Communications for the Trump Campaign. Thanks for being with us. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. When does a person get rights? When a person is a person. All across our nation, our nation is divided in our homes, in social media, everywhere you turn. But what is at the heart of this division? In the new movie, Divided Hearts of America, Super Bowl champion and executive producer Benjamin Watson searches for the truth. This is one of the worst possible choices that any woman and her family has to make. You'll discover why the most polarizing debate of this century boils down to the sacred dignity of human life. There is no personhood under law for fetuses. We don't have that in this country. With Divided Hearts of America, you'll learn what you need to be armed to fight what divides us and come to a place of real unity with empathy, healing, and real hope. 
Be part of the change and watch Divided Hearts of America. Go to SalemNow.com to purchase. Use promo code FAMILY for 20% off. SalemNow.com, promo code FAMILY. Parents, let's be honest. Many high school and college-age kids seem to have little direction these days. That might be true for your son or daughter. They spend a lot of time gaming, hanging with friends, but nothing seems to lead them on a path to adulthood. You may want them to go to a four-year university, but their grades just don't warrant it. Their lack of passion and direction makes you wonder if a four-year university would even be a wise investment. Here's a better route to consider. The Facilities Management HVAC or Electronics Training Program available through SalemCareerHub.com. They'll learn real-life work skills that are marketable and in high demand right now. And at SalemCareerHub.com, you can sign up for these courses at 50% off their regular price. Talk it over with your kids and get them out of the basement. They're probably as anxious as you are to move forward and just need a little push. The place to start, SalemCareerHub.com. You can also call 866-711-6275, 866-711-6275, or SalemCareerHub.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here reminding you that uh, if you want to uh, be able to hear the interviews I've had today so far with uh, George Newmar, the Biden deception and uh, Mercedes Slap uh, with the Trump campaign, I'll be posting those uh, individual interviews when they're ready on my uh, Facebook page of Bill Bunkley or on my Twitter page of Bill Bunkley. But uh, we'll also be posting the entire three-hour show, uh, the Bill Bunkley Show, today, tomorrow morning, and so you can listen to that. Plus, uh, we'll have a third interview that we'll be posting, and that's with Rabbi Jonathan Kahn in the third hour. He's written The Harbinger 2, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. I, I just finished up uh, reading that uh, unbelievable, unbelievable research that uh, Rabbi Kahn uh, is offering, and we'll talk about that coming up in a moment. Again, I sort of rushed through it. I want to remind you that all of my recommendations for the general election have now posted. You've got, uh, you can either go to our websites here at Salem uh, Media Group. You can go to letstalkfaith.com, or you can go to theanswertampa.com, or you can go to theanswersarasota.com. All three of those, just navigate to the Bill Bunkley Show, and you'll be able to click on the following counties, Hillsborough, uh, Pinellas, uh, Polk, Pasco, Manatee, and Sarasota. And the local races uh, are included as well. If you happen to be listening online somewhere throughout the 67 counties in Florida, remember that uh, when it comes to, well, the national races, we probably all pretty much know that. Uh, but when it comes to the uh, Florida Supreme Court retention, when it comes to at least anybody here in our district with the Second Court of Appeals, But, uh, again, major importance, all of the Florida constitutional amendments that will appear on all the ballots, um, uh, even if you're not in one of these six counties, you can download any of these counties and take a look at it because that's universal. What I just mentioned uh, is universal all through the 67 counties, so that will get you uh, up to date. Well, 
I'm try I've tried to thought about how to share this because I I certainly was I was taken by a total 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 uh, surprise on Saturday night. Uh, this is the 15th anniversary of the Florida Family Policy Council, and um, the founder of that is John Stenberger, very very close personal friend. And uh, this year, uh, there was a gathering again in Orlando at the Rosen Center uh, for the 15th anniversary celebration. Uh, It was entitled Inspiring an Age of Hope. And we had uh, anticipated that the Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, was going to be with us in person. And uh, Secretary Pompeo is the fourth in succession, I believe, to the president. And given the situation in Washington, uh, he did address the uh, 15th annual celebration, but did so by a video presentation. Um, when I arrived, I had no idea. Mrs. Bunkley and Zachary was with me. Uh, when we arrived, uh, I was not told. And um, each year they give out, uh, they don't give these awards out every year, but um, they have different awards that they give. They have the, uh, the Webster Lifetime Achievement Award. They've got the William Wilberforce Award. They've got the Servant Leadership Award, uh, three major awards. And um, I was totally shocked. Uh, my family was uh, surprised as well. But um, the folks at the Florida Family Policy Council Uh, honored me by uh, the awarding of the Lifetime Achievement Award. And uh, this is also called the the Dan Webster Award. I'll share a little bit from uh, the plaque that was presented to me Saturday night. It, It reads, the 2020 Daniel Webster Award... The Daniel Webster Award is given for outstanding and principled leadership in promoting pro-life and pro-family public policy uh, and law in Florida and beyond. The award is bestowed by the Board of Directors of the Florida Family Policy Council and is given in honor of Florida Congressman Dan Webster and those who have followed his uh, example of principled leadership. Now, I'll post a picture of this later on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, There's some very kind things that uh, are part of this plaque that was said to me. uh, I'm just a little reluctant to do that on the air. Uh, Humbled, very thankful for it. Uh, But to give you an idea, um, I just tell you that the company that I'm keeping now, uh, this award was originally given in 2006. And I was there in 2006 because it was given to Daniel Webster. And uh, Daniel Webster is uh, one of the individuals that uh, in my 25 years of, of uh, uh, service uh, in, in the state capitol on behalf of Christians and the Southern Baptist, Florida Baptist Convention here in Florida, uh, Daniel Webster certainly uh, is one of uh, principal leadership. So he's the founder. And, in fact, uh, he could not be with us uh, uh, Saturday night, he was going to be there to uh, give the award to me. I was very humbled because Matt Staver, uh, the founder of the um, um, Liberty Council, uh, Matt was there, and Matt's a good friend. We've worked together for so many years. I was honored that Matt gave it to me. So 
uh, awarded to me along with John Stenberger. Give you an idea um, of the of the other folks uh, that have received this award. Of course, Daniel Webster, uh, former Governor Jeb Bush, um, Ken Connor, uh, Doctor and uh, Mrs. Uh, uh, Doctor Reed and Mrs. Nell Reed, Don Wildman from the AFA. Uh, Russ and Jill Amberling, uh, founders of Choose Life here and around the nation. David Barton with Wall Builders. Again, Matt Staver with Liberty Council. Uh, Gary Bauer uh, with his uh, D.C. Uh, advocacy organization. Dr. James Dobson, the founder of Focus on the Family, now the James Dobson, James Dobson program. And Michael Ferris, uh, who um, uh, with uh, Heritage uh, all in one, uh, I am so um, just, you know, I, I'm just sort of speechless to join those. Uh, most of those are national folks. But uh, I want to express my appreciation to you because of 15 of these 25 years, uh, I've been also your watchman on the wall here with uh, the Salem Media Group, the Salem Radio Network. And so to all of our staff, Jose is producing today. Of course, Barb Yoder, our general manager, Joe Weaver, our operations manager. To all who have been part of the Salem family, I also receive this on their behalf and on behalf of all of you that are part of our listeners. And to God be the glory for great things that he has done. And uh, I hope that uh, in any small way that I have honored him, uh, with this Lifetime Achievement Award, uh, I just give all the glory to him. And by the way, this award doesn't mean that you're done or you're retired. And John was, John was kidding about that, and uh, and it wasn't given because uh, I haven't made it through my leukemia yet. Anyway, thank you so much for all of you. Uh, I consider all of you a part of this. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump has tweeted he'll be leaving Walter Reed Medical Center this evening around 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Mr. Trump will return to the White House. The president tweeted that he felt better than he had in 20 years earlier today. Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany tested positive for the coronavirus. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says he's ordering schools in certain New York City neighborhoods closed within a day to attempt to halt a flare-up of the coronavirus. The restrictions aim mostly at neighborhoods home to the city's large Orthodox Jewish community. Tropical storm Delta has formed and is expected to become a hurricane before hitting Cuba on a path that could eventually reach the U.S. Gulf Coast. Stocks closing broadly higher today. The Dow jumped 465 points. The Nasdaq was up 257. This is SRN News. I'm United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams, America's doctor. And all across our nation, we've taken steps together to slow the spread of coronavirus. Now we must continue to take personal responsibility to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Because even though not all of us risk a severe case of coronavirus, we all risk getting it and spreading it to others, maybe without even realizing that we're sick. So if we want to get back to school, back to work, back to worship, and back to overall health, there are things our country needs to do. We need to follow state and local guidelines, take extra precautions if at higher risk, wash our hands frequently, stay six feet from others when we can, 
And when we can't stay six feet from others, please, I'm begging you, wear a face covering. These small actions will make a big difference. So I'm asking you to say it with me, America. Coronavirus stops with me. You can learn more at coronavirus.gov. Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services at taxpayer expense. If you're ready to do something about that outdated kitchen or bath, remember, with About Face Cabinetry, you can replace your cabinets for half the cost, half the time, and half the mess of complete replacement. Their work is flawless and is backed up with the exclusive AFC Lifetime Warranty. Best of all, they do it for half the price in as little as three days, and yes, including granite or quartz countertops. I've had the About Face team in my home and talk about going the extra mile. They worked late on Christmas Eve updating our master bath to make sure the job was done right. You'll be amazed when you go to AboutFaceCabinetry.com and see the absolutely gorgeous kitchens and baths they've installed all around the Bay Area. Reface your cabinets for half the cost, half the time, and half the mess. Call About Face Cabinetry at 813-777-4088. That's 813-777-4088 or go to aboutfacecabinetry.com. Another last-minute adventure from Hotels.com. After nine hours in the car, we were almost home from vacation. Things were going well until... Sparkles! We left my hamster. Sparkles. They headed back for Sparkles, but they didn't know about last-minute deals from Hotels.com. So we slept in our car. Life happens, and when it does, Hotels.com has a last-minute deal. Right now, find great deals in Orlando, Atlanta, and throughout Florida. Hotels.com. Be smart. Book smart. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Here back, Bill Bunkley here. Man, I just heard the spot for AboutFaceCabinets.com. I just want to take a couple of seconds and tell you, those guys, they're the real deal. I'm going to tell you what, for a fraction of the cost of tearing out all of your cabinets, spending four or five weeks to do so, get the new cabinets in, and I'm talking about quartz, uh, countertops, uh, you name it, they'll be in and out of your home. You will walk into all of these beautiful, beautiful, beautiful cabinets, and they'll have it done in three or four days for a fraction of the cost. Uh, They have redone my bathroom. I I know many people who have also taken advantage of this. And at a time where either you're going to buy or sell a house or you ever wanted to uh, make that home that you're now kind of stuck in, uh, beautiful and and moms and wives you wanted that kitchen go right now to aboutfacecabinets.com and take a look contact them tell them that uh, bill bunkley sent you I'll tell you what these guys are good friends and they're going to do you a great deal again that website aboutfacecabinets.com well today is an important day it is something for us to focus in on this afternoon our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 
The United States Supreme Court has begun its new term, and that new term begins the first Monday in October. This is the day. Now, the modern Supreme Court was never meant to have the power that it has today, was never meant to have the focus that it has today. And in fact, of the three branches of the federal government, executive, legislative, and judicial, the founding fathers foresaw this to be the weakest of the three. To only function like an NFL referee, a baseball umpire. To evaluate laws that have been written by the United States Congress. When necessary, to evaluate executive orders from the President. Solely to confirm or not confirm that they match up and this is my definition, with the original and the textualist intent of the original founding documents. That's it. You and I know that members of that court, as well as lower courts, began to pull away the power of the legislative branch. Under the false notion that we have a living and breathing Constitution, well, we got to update this thing for 2020, and so uh, I'm going to decide what that updating is all about. Here's my ruling. Now, we know that probably one of the biggest uh, billboards uh, of that judicial activism, and it was very poorly done, it was a 1970s decision, Roe versus Wade. Horrible. Horrible. Instead of letting the people, through their elected representatives, work through that issue, the court sidestepped the people. And the people have been sidestepped ever since. Well, now that we unexpectedly, quite frankly, have a short-term crisis at the Supreme Court, Supreme Court always must have an odd number of justices. You don't want a Supreme Court having an equal amount of justices. Because that means that that is ripe for a tie. And from time to time, there are issues that come before the court that they are of of too much of a national Uh, importance to have a tie. Now, I'm going to talk about one of the main issues coming up first up for the courts, but I want to remind you that when I talk about the presidential election between George Bush and uh, Al Gore, And the hanging chads. I'm just not sharing from what I read at a distance. Because I'm very concerned about November the 3rd. In fact, I will tell you that 
at that time was working very hard for the election of George W. Bush. And as you know, from time to time, I have, uh, we have participated in, in well, well, actually worked uh, White House uh, advance uh, for some events down through the years. And uh, myself and Mrs. Bunkley, and uh, in fact, Mark Proctor was with us as well. Uh, we actually were out in Austin, Texas. We were out in the office of Carl Rove. And that we were actually in his office when we got word that the the vote in Florida that there was going to be recounts because of the hanging the so-called hanging chads. And I remember rushing out of uh, the campaign offices or Carl Rove's offices there in Austin, which is the capital of Texas. Getting back to the airport, I think we even, I think, I think the most direct flight back was um, southwest. So we scampered on back here to Florida. And so I was involved with uh, the strategy both here in local, uh, the local Republican Party here in Hillsborough County. And in fact, uh, just moments or hours before the Supreme Court made the decision in Bush v. Gore, we were on standby on Falkenberg Road at the Hillsborough County Elections Office, and I was on the first team of Republicans. If you remember, uh, there were, what, three or four, two to four Republicans, and then two to four Democrats. We would go into a room. It would be televised. In fact, CNN was running the feed of the then-empty chairs uh, there at Falkenberg for the Supervisor of Elections Office. Uh, we were going to go in, and you remember the drill, that those ballots that were questionable, each one would be held up and, be, and would be inspected. And uh, between the two groups, uh, the attempt was made to make an agreement what the intent of the voter was. And I want to tell you, for all the different 67 counties, you know, it, was, it, it wasn't really universal. I mean, the things they were going with with Miami-Dade and Broward were certainly not things we'd go with here, and certainly not things that would fly up in, in the ultra-conservative panhandle, say, Pensacola. But I never got a chance to register on the first ballot or the first chad because literally as we were standing and I was waiting to go in, I was the first team, the idea was there was two or three of us that had a certain level of experience, even not experience with this, we would go in, and part of the strategy was for me and my colleagues to determine how Hillsborough County was going to handle these Chad questions and to come out and to brief the subsequent groups behind us who would go in in the different shifts. So let's fast forward to 2020. Well, let me tell you what, I am praying very, very hard for this election. I know enough about mail-in ballots. I unequivocally support everything the president has said about the, the fraud that can take place around ballots. I, I know about the game playing that certain elections offices around the country can do by someone who is not a handwriting expert. We're talking about somebody 
just like you or me, and we're going to look at a signature on an envelope or mail-in ballot. We're going to look online to see what the uh, computer has to say. We're going to hold it up next to each other, and we're going to decide whether it's the person's signature or not. There are going to be, I wouldn't be surprised if not only hundreds of thousands, there could be a million ballots tossed out. There is such a civil war going on in America right now, especially as it pertains to the presidential campaign. Folks who have access to these ballots, let me just say this. There are many, many fine people whether they're Democrats or Republicans, there's many fine people who are volunteering and working for our various offices of the supervisors of elections. I want to be very clear about that. But as you know in anything, especially anything that is high stakes, if we've seen anything about the evilness that's on the streets in some of our cities in America, You know that you just can't ignore or discount the fact that if there's ways to scam the system, people will attempt to scam the system. Scam the system. Some of them will be successful. Some of them will be successful. That's why we need to have Amy Coney Barrett. She needs to have her confirmation hearing, and she needs to be confirmed. I believe before November 3rd. The president was duly elected. The Senate was duly elected. The president doesn't leave office until uh, the inauguration day. He has a job to do, and he has to do it. Trust me, you don't want a 4-4 court when all of these lawsuits start hitting because we're not, unless the president wins by a landslide, and that's what I'm asking my, my God, I'm asking my God, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I am asking for a landslide for the president. Why? In a landslide, it becomes less and less crucial when you have a close vote in controversy. Now, the polls, they're just like they were in 2016. They're not accurate. You're not getting a good picture. But nonetheless, no that this has to be decided. Now let's go back to the court. The court now is, is, is in some aspects, more important than the legislative branch or the executive branch. Why? We have allowed them to bestow upon themselves so much power. The only safe way to proceed is if we have a majority on that court who looks at the law does the con- does the declar I mean does the Constitution other does it support this or does it not? <clears throat> and I want to tell you what's first up: the Catholic foster agency that was tossed out of Philadelphia. The case is Fulton versus City of Philadelphia because they wouldn't place foster children in anything but a single household, and they would not or a married household and not the same sex couples. Believe me, that's the first case up. Another reason why we've got to have a full court. Full lines are open for you, and you can give us a call, have a question or comment, 877-943-9673. 
877-943-9673. Bill Bunkley here, your waspin on the wall. Don't go away. I'll be right back. While the factories were slowing production and dealerships were running out of inventory, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on a buying spree. Now with over a 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has one of the largest selections in the state. Before you buy elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want that the other guys might not. Their goal is never to lose your business over price, with many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit. And Moss Nissan Crystal River just received Nissan's prestigious Award of Excellence. Great job, guys. Searching for a new improved service experience? Moss service departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura's You Serve, You Save program, applying to vets, first responders, and active military, now includes pastors and church workers. The choice is simple. The choice is clear. The choice is here. Moss Nissan and Acura, Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue in Tampa at mossacura.com and mossnissan.com. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers hi my name is ryan Bourne, and i'm danica Bourne, and And we're we're the the owners of south coast Coast tax we would like to thank our lord for protecting us from evil psalm 91 states he is my refuge and my fortress for he will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm. We'll treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8:36, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Vicki, how you doing? How's the knee? It's coming along, doctor, but still some soreness. Well, let's see. You know, this soon after surgery, some pain is pretty normal. I was hoping to get more painkillers. The first round worked great. We're being very careful with those now. Prescription painkillers are opioids, same as heroin. It's easy to start taking them, not so easy to stop. Last year in America, an average of 40 people died from opioid abuse every day. Long-term addiction has become America's newest health epidemic. So no pills? Vicki, you're doing great. So let's try these anti-inflammatories plus your physical therapy. If the soreness doesn't continue to get better, give me a call. For opioids, the smaller the dose prescribed and taken, the better. Because even a few prescription painkillers can sometimes go a long, wrong way. 
A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons and the Orthopedic Trauma Association. Visit orthoinfo.org slash prescription safety. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. We're back, Bill Bunkley here. This was the last day to register the vote. Hope you had a chance to get that in to, to the, the hopper here. But the last thing I want to talk about uh, as we have our answer stations and our faith talk stations with us is um, we've got the second round of the American League playoffs getting underway. And uh, remember that your Tampa Bay Rays are the Eastern Division champs, and they are going to go head-to-head against who? Well, their nemesis. Now, that is the New York Yankees. Uh, it's going to be an opportunity for us to see this next series. And keep in mind that uh, there is so much drama for those of us here uh, who support Tampa Bay. And I can tell you that uh, for those that uh, are the New York faithful, um, they, uh, you know, it's always those pesky little rays. It's always those pesky little rays with that almost uh, invisible, um, um, revenue, uh, not revenue, but, uh, uh, in other words, uh, our, our payroll is, is so much less than the other powerhouses in major league baseball. And uh, we know that uh, we have been trying to figure out the solution of, number one, a stadium, the stadium that people will go to, and a stadium that people can participate in. And so, um, anyway, I'm excited. And uh, over the next few days, we're going to get a chance to watch this unfold. And so, uh, remember that uh, game one is tonight. And uh, two of the best pitchers are going to be coming out. Uh, I'm not going to go into detail about that because we're just about uh, out of time. Uh, but, uh, hey, tune on your TV set if you want to have a little bit uh, of um, an opportunity to escape. Now, I wanted to also, let's see here, let me pull this up. Um, just one second. I want to be accurate about this. Um uh, this is something that I wanted to pass along. The um, uh, Yes. Some of you, if you go to the movies, some of you may go to a Regal uh, theater that's close to you. Well, guess what? You got AMC and you got Regal. Regal, for the moment, I'm very sad to say, in line with so many of the other businesses that have had to close their doors, Regal, the movie chain, is going to close all 536 theaters 
this Thursday. Regal's going to close more than 7,000 movie screens. They're going to go dark. And it is an increasingly challenging theatrical landscape, quote-unquote, to do the COVID-19 pandemic. They're saying it's temporary. Now, they were open two months after being shut down, and between the fact that there's been maybe one movie, possibly two, that would offer any kind of a draw to these multi-theater complexes, it certainly isn't enough to keep the operation going. So it looks like until the big distribution houses, and I have been using Tom Cruise's latest leading role in Top Gun, until, say, a movie on the caliber of Top Gun is willing to be scheduled at a point in time that movie theaters are not only open, but I guess they will determine by their focus groups, they being the distributors, when people will be really willing to go back to a a crowded theater. Until that time, just before that is probably where we will see the, uh, the Regal Theaters close. And the question now is, how about AMC? Will AMC in the coming days have to uh, follow the same pattern as, um, as Regal? Well, that's why the research into therapeutics, the research into a vaccine, and uh, for both therapeutics and vaccine, I don't know what that timetable is, a timetable when a majority of Americans will feel comfortable in pursuing either one of those two courses. That's going to be one of the critical critical points of uh, the country coming back together. We do know that uh, the Speaker and the President's staff are, again, having a conversation about a stimulus package. Whether that comes to fruition or not, we certainly do not know. And uh, we'll keep uh, our eyes open for that development as well. Well, coming up in the next hour, a book that there's no way I could do a complete interview in 15, 17 minutes. We're going to do our best. The book is The Harbinger 2, and I've just finished reading uh, this volume. I read The Harbinger many, many years ago. Right here with us in the second hour, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn is going to be with us. And the research and... What he has uncovered uh, when it comes to dates and prophecy. Absolutely amazing. That's coming up in a moment. Jay Sekulow Live is up next. I'll be over on AM 570-910. Faith Talk for the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. All across America, our children recite the words that support our nation's most dear beliefs. But in our schools and on our college campuses, these words are being challenged. One nation under God. 
from the creators of God's Not Dead comes One Nation Under God, a story of redemption and healing. We can do anything with faith. We can accomplish anything with faith. Witness the struggle as one man has the faith and courage to stand up for what they truly believe. Our founding fathers placed God in the center of our nation. Shouldn't he have a place in our school system? It's rare that a family can find an inspiring film that reinforces biblical values. One Nation Under God is that film. God is still here. If you've wanted to enjoy a movie with your family that makes you want to stand up and cheer, watch One Nation Under God. Purchase now for a limited time, 50% off. That's $6.99. Use promo code TAMPA for an extra 20% off. SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. White House physician Dr. Sean Conley says President Trump's condition is good, and he's been cleared to return to the White House. The president has continued to improve. He's met or exceeded all standard hospital discharge criteria. He'll receive another dose of remdesivir here today, and then we plan to get him home. It's been more than 72 hours since his last fever. Oxygen levels, including ambulatory saturations and his work of breathing, are all normal. The president said he's feeling good, and despite his attack, the nation should not be afraid of the virus. Mr. Trump is expected to leave Walter Reed to return to the White House in about 90 minutes. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says he's ordering schools in certain New York City neighborhoods closed within a day in an attempt to halt a flare-up of the coronavirus. The governor took the action a day after Mayor Bill de Blasio asked the state for permission to reinstate restrictions on businesses and schools in nine zip codes in Brooklyn and Queens where the virus was spreading more quickly. Cuomo said the closures would take place by Tuesday, a day ahead of when the mayor wanted. The restrictions are aimed mostly at neighborhoods home to the city's large Orthodox Jewish community. The Supreme Court opened a new term today. The Supreme Court began its new term Monday by remembering the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Justice Ginsburg's contributions as advocate, jurist, and citizen are immeasurable. Chief Justice John Roberts. We at the court will remember her as a dear friend and a treasured colleague. Roberts, who continues to lead the court by telephone due to COVID-19, said the justices would hold a full memorial service for Ginsburg once they return to the courtroom. I'm Shelley Adler. On Wall Street, the Dow by 465 points. The Nasdaq rose 257. The S&P 500 advanced 60. This is SRN News. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. The road is everything you want it to be. Everything. As long as what you want is road. To ride your motorcycle on. Progressive Motorcycle also presents basic policies starting at $75 a year. Progressive Motorcycle for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy is not available in all states. It's time to move beyond the regrets of yesterday and the problems of today. And instead, discover that your best days are ahead. Don't miss David Jeremiah's It's Time to Move Forward online special. Dr. Jeremiah is joined by Sheila Walsh, Levi Lusco, and Anthony Evans as they share a message of hope for today. Hope to see the future with great expectation, to stand firm in the promises of God, and to move forward no matter your circumstances. Available to watch right now at MoveForwardEvent.com. 
Evangelicals like the president's wall. The Public Religion Research Institute has been quizzing Americans about President Trump's ongoing effort to build a wall along the U.S. border with Mexico to prevent illegal immigrants from coming in. Over 75% of white evangelical Protestants think it's a good idea, as do more than half of white Catholics and white mainline Protestants. Opposition to a border wall is strongest amongst non-Christians and Hispanic Catholics. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Supreme Court nominee Amy Coney Barrett signed a 2006 newspaper ad sponsored by a pro-life group in which she said she opposed abortion on demand and defended the right to life from fertilization to the end of natural life. The ad, which had more than 1,200 names attached to it, appears to be the most direct expression of Barrett's pro-life credentials and is likely to encourage evangelicals. Barrett was a professor at Notre Dame Law School when she signed the brief statement. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Reagan. It's required reading in 2020. For God and Country, the new book by Ralph Reed, available wherever books are sold. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. That's right. Don't stop dancing. Don't stop dreaming before the Lord. I'm Bill Bunkley, our number three of the Bill Bunkley Show on this Monday afternoon. Boy, it's been a busy, busy day so far. And uh, we still have a very important interview coming up this hour. Many of you read The Harbinger. And that came out many, many years ago. And uh, just recently, The Harbinger 2 um, is now on bookshelves, number one seller, New York Times, by Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. And one of the major aspects of the Harbinger 2 is, well, it builds up to the return. The return. We're going to talk about that today with the author, Jonathan Kahn. And remember that the return of a couple of Saturdays ago, along with the 2020 prayer march with Franklin Graham, the return was... Uh, part of not only of this book, but of the return that we're going to talk about today that drew thousands of people to the mall at the United States Capitol complex there in Washington, D.C. That's coming up uh, a little bit later on on the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, if you're just joining us, uh, we had two other significant conversations today. Uh, we had a discussion with George Newmeyer, who's researched a lot on the real Joe Biden. Uh, the book is called The Biden Deception, Moderate Opportunist, or 
the Democrats' crypto-socialists. Now, crypto. What does crypto mean? Well, you've heard of cryptocurrency. What's the big thing about cryptocurrency? It can be hidden. Be hidden currency. Not going into that on uh, today's show, but crypto-socialist, is he really a hidden socialist? Uh, very, very revealing interview with uh, George Newmeyer. Uh, you can catch that uh, tomorrow morning on our podcast. Plus, Mercedes Schlapp uh, spent some time with us. She's the National Director of Strategic Communications for uh, President Trump's uh, re-election campaign. I got an update uh, on the president. She spoke to Chief of Staff uh, Mark Meadows earlier today. She shared about that, shared about how the campaign is moving forward. Also, a little bit of a discussion about the Presidential Commission, supposedly bipartisan, and you probably have heard they want to change the rules. They want to give the moderator a mute button, and uh, very interesting uh, move on their part when it comes to the First Amendment. Anyway, uh, those will be posted tomorrow at letstalkfaith.com, and you can plug into all of those. Well, life in America. We've got, what, 29, 28 days until the election? Tomorrow, my something to think about, I I talked about that, and uh, you'll be able to hear that in its entirety. But you look at this election from a Christian worldview or a secular worldview. This has been truly, truly amazing. I mean, there have been events after events that, you think it couldn't get any more bizarre or any more crazy or the story get any more kind of out there, and here we go again. You know, I like to read. I either like to read about history or I like to read about biographies. And uh, every now and then, I love, for instance, I love books like The Harbinger 2. It's a It's a story of facts that's woven into a novel. Not only does Rabbi Jonathan Kahn use that style, but we have other authors that uh, do that as well. And um, it's very entertaining. But think about this. And Joe Rosenberg is the other author that anything he writes, uh, you can bet I'm going to be reading and Hopefully uh, having Joel uh, be back with us to talk about it because he's always teaching through his novels. But, you know, this election is sort of unfolded like a New York Times best-selling thriller. I mean, think about it. All the way to the cheating on the president that now leads all the way up to the Obama administration, both before and after the election of 2016. All of the ongoing affairs of the FBI that remind you of all the illegal activities of J. Edgar Hoover, of, a, of another chapter in American history. And then the Chinese, who have their sights on being the dominant country in the world, did they unleash a horrible, horrible pandemic on the entire world, including the United States, then the government had to be shut down, or at least was believed to be so at the time, 
that has now crippled America, not only in terms of people who are out of work, people who are temporarily being sheltered because they can't pay their rent or their mortgage, businesses, small businesses, the backbone of America, shutting down in, in, in hordes, big, big businesses, especially retail, shutting down as well. And then we get to the next chapter in this New York Times number one best-selling thriller. Presidents fighting off this pandemic, finding it left and right, speeding up everything to find a therapeutic and a, um, a vaccine response. And boom, the president gets it. The president contracts it. And not only does he contract it, he contracts it with several other key members of his administration. Now, I found some things very, very interesting. I tweeted this out to a few friends over the weekend. As I was sitting back, and now this, understand that in, in my worldview, everything, nothing happens, first of all, nothing under the sun is new. Nothing catches God by surprise. And there's nothing that is happening that God is not aware of, and it happens because of his permissive will. But we know that Satan is the ruler, is the little g. He's the little g, G-O-D, of the earth. Right now, this, this totally antichrist platform of Satan, Satan is in charge. Real person, real devil, real dude. And in America, we obviously know that he has been allowed to unleash several layers of revolt against the Lord. Be it the COVID-19, be it the revolutionaries now trying to tear down certain of our left-wing cities. People, again, unemployed, businesses shutting down. And then we get to a couple of Saturdays ago. We did not know that in this number one best-selling thriller, that just days before the election, a Supreme Court justice passes away, that that open seat on the court would be one of the battles for America's heart and soul. You couldn't have written a novel any more intriguing. So then we have Amy Coney Barrett, who already knows the drill. She's already been before the U.S. Senate. She's already been dressed down by Senator Dianne Feinstein, criticized because she believes in God, criticized for her Catholic faith. She knows what the drill is going to be. And the president swiftly announces that she is his pick for the court, and that pick is designed to be confirmed and seated before the November 3rd election. So two Saturdays ago, guess what? The one person who would be the number one nemesis to Satan himself, the devil, 
the number one conservative put on the Supreme Court United States who could be the swing vote for conservatives, originalists, and textualists to take over a majority on the court. It's the day that her and her family and many others of the closest associates of the president's gather in the Rose Garden, also gathered inside the White House, I'm sure, for the announcement of her being nominated by the president. And so here we are several days later in this New York Times best-selling novel. The president gets COVID-19 and has to be rushed, not rushed, but has to go to the hospital at Walter Reed. But here's what I treated out very early Saturday morning to, to, to some, some very close friends. Not all of my close friends, just some. As I was waking up Saturday morning and I was just having my initial conversations with the Lord, I, I was thinking at back then, remember this is Saturday, I'm thinking about this COVID and at that time, we're starting to hear about, well, we heard about the First Lady and and others, and today it's Kaylee McEnany, who's the President's spokeswoman. She now is uh, tested positive. Here's what I tweeted out. Isn't it interesting that most of the speculation of where Trump and company became contracted with the coronavirus was the White House event where Amy Coney Barrett was officially introduced as his Supreme Court nominee. Listen carefully now. So the event, the event that would usher in the most damage to Satan's ongoing agenda in America is the event that everybody got sick. Let me repeat that. So the event that would usher in the most damage to Satan's ongoing agenda in America is the event everyone got sick. So I asked the question in my tweet. A strategic satanic attack or just a coincidence? A strategic satanic attack or just a coincidence? And I ended my tweet with the following statements. Something to think about? Explanation point. Something to pray about? Question mark. Now, I don't know, but I believe the Lord put this on my heart. And that's why I'm sharing it this afternoon. Now, I don't know how accurate this is or it isn't, but I can tell you one thing. This is a spiritual battle. Even though it qualifies as New York Times number one best-selling thriller, this is a spiritual battle. And I urge you to look at the events of the day in the next 28, 29 days. Look at this from the lens of a Christian worldview. Look for the spiritual battle implications. 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. Fullness of God in helpless babe. This gift of love. 
The Moss family of dealerships has a new addition. I'm Bill Carl here to tell you about the new Moss Acura on North Florida Avenue in Tampa. Acura outshines the competition with their flagship, the RDX SUV. Equipped with a powerful 2-liter turbocharged engine and standard features, including the panoramic moonroof, Wi-Fi mobile hotspot, and Apple CarPlay. Seats are covered in butter-soft leather, and the hands-free liftgate makes loading groceries a breeze. And with Moss Acura, you get the same high level of customer service Moss Nissan's known for. Each vehicle comes with Moss Care, including lifetime oil changes, entire rotations, surface shield protection, and more. Veterans, active military, and first responders receive huge benefits with the You Serve, You Save program, as do pastors and church workers. The choice is simple. The choice is clear. The choice is here. Visit Moss Acura on North Florida Avenue in Tampa next to Moss Nissan. Online at mossacura.com. My name is Bernadette, and I am a parishioner at St. Joseph's on the Brandywine. Joe Biden has been part of our parish for more than 40 years. Our sons became friends when they were in first grade. And ever since, I've known Joe and the entire Biden family. Even now, when Joe's back home, we see him at Mass on Sunday. You can tell how important Joe's faith is to him. It's what motivates everything. Joe's beliefs, his values, the kind of president Joe would be. Joe Biden knows what it means to be your brother's keeper, to care for those around you and lift up those who are suffering. Their values Joe learned from his mom and dad and from the nuns who taught Joe his Catholic faith. That's Joe Biden, a man guided by faith. I'm Joe Biden, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Biden for president. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. Coming up in just a moment, an amazing, an amazing book. It's called The Harbinger 2. Harbinger 1 was released several years ago. Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. Rabbi has um, an extraordinary, an extraordinary ability, not only to interpret, interpret dates and times, But the amazing correlation that these dates and times have had from the beginning of known history to even today. And uh, he'll talk about uh, the Harbinger 2, many Harbingers that are out there today that um, give us pause to think about what is God up to? Is there a mystery? Is there a sign? And those that are walking very, very close with the Lord, very, very close in daily prayers, they are the ones that that God is unfolding a little more of revealing some of these these mysteries and these messages. And uh, I believe that Rabbi Jonathan Kahn is one of those persons who will be with us coming up a little bit later on. I want to talk for just a moment about religious liberty, religious freedom. I want to tell you, in case you have forgotten, because there's so many things going on, do you know that by and large, the state of California is continuing to shut down churches, 
I want you to realize that in this, and, and, and watch California, because what happens in California is what the left wants to do all across America. We've got some pastors who have defied it. I know Shadow Mountain Church, they're in San Diego, Dr. David Jeremiah, they are meeting outside. But California is shutting down First Amendment rights of religious liberty. That ought to be very disturbing to anyone who is a follower of Christ, not to mention Muslims, Jews. This is extremely, extremely troubling. One of the reasons why the Supreme Court is very important, pick is very important. Now I want to tell you, New York, Governor Cuomo, if you heard Mercedes slap earlier today, slap, she, he, the governor is publicly talking about doing the same in New York. Shut down the churches. What's the first thing socialist governments want to do? They want to shut down churches. They want to shut down any other source of information to the public at large. And then we have the capital, Washington, D.C. I want to just briefly tell you that the Justice Department is getting involved in the case there. There's a black church. It's called the Capitol Hill Baptist Church. It has a lawsuit against the District of Columbia and the very anti-Christian, anti-church mayor, Muriel Bowser. That's the same mayor in D.C. that's allowed a lot of the unrest and allowed a very unsafe condition of people who are going for people going in and out of the White House. And it's all about ongoing worship restrictions. Friday, the Justice Department filed their statement of interest in federal court. They are arguing the constitutional the Constitution as well as current federal law require the District of Columbia to accommodate, repeat, accommodate Capitol Hill Baptist Church's efforts to hold worship services outdoors. At least to the same extent, the District of Columbia allows other forms of outdoor First Amendment activity, such as peaceful protests. Think about this. We have had marauders, rioters in D.C. who have been allowed to do their thing, quote-unquote, under First Amendment free speech, I guess, But what happened to the First Amendment free speech when it comes to religious liberty and religious freedom? I want to tell you as your watchman of the wall, these, what we see in, in California, what's now being threatened in New York, understand that these are the underpinnings. These are the initial foundations being dug by the Democrat Party, as well as the leftists in this country, 
to begin to move, I believe, and move quickly if they were to win the election, and especially if they were to win majorities in the Senate and the House, you're going to find out very quickly that your freedom to worship the way you want to worship, it's not far-fetched to say it could be a thing of the past. That's why I have a common theme. Way too many Christians sat home in 2016. Millions. They were registered to vote, and they didn't vote. I get it. It was Hillary Clinton versus what we then knew about Donald Trump. I get it. But can I tell you, there's no excuses this year. It doesn't matter what you think about Donald Trump's personality. And it doesn't matter what you think about Joe Biden's personality. It really doesn't matter if you like them or you hate them. Especially if you are a mature Christian, hopefully an Orthodox Christian, you move down the page very quickly and do what Ben Franklin did. Get a piece of paper out. This is how to make a decision. Get a blank sheet of paper out. Draw a vertical line and put the top 10 issues. You can go to 15 or 20 top issues in this presidential campaign that have to do with biblical values, abortion, gender, marriage. Go down the list. And then write down the positions of the two candidates, including your religious freedom to worship to go to church, for your church to have church, for you to worship. If you sit home, I think some of you that will sit home and not vote, it's almost as if you're voting for America to become a third world country with the type of persecution that happens in third world country. If you don't think that can happen in America, mm-mm-mm, you're pretty asleep. You're pretty asleep. And I say that. I say that because I'm concerned, but I do say it in love. We have to vote the Bible. Vote the Bible. Vote religious, biblical principles. Coming up next, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. He'll be talking about his brand new book, The Harbinger 2. Don't go away. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. COVID-19 infection shut down the Senate, but Republicans are refusing to delay confirmation of President Trump's pick for the Supreme Court. They're even willing to make special arrangements so six senators can vote. Democrats are protesting, but they appear powerless to stop them. Republican Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin says he'll go to the Capitol in a moon suit to vote if he has, still has the coronavirus. President Trump says he'll leave the military hospital and return to the White House Monday evening. Mr. Trump tweeted that he would be leaving after being treated for three days for symptoms of COVID-19 and continue his recovery at the White House. He tweeted that he felt better than he had in 20 years. On Wall Street, the Dow by 465 points. The Nasdaq rose 257. The S&P advanced 60. Oil up to 39.22 a barrel. This is SRN News. 
I'm United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams, America's doctor. And all across our nation, we've taken steps together to slow the spread of coronavirus. Now we must continue to take personal responsibility to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Because even though not all of us risk a severe case of coronavirus, we all risk getting it and spreading it to others, maybe without even realizing that we're sick. So if we want to get back to school, back to work, back to worship, and back to overall health, there are things our country needs to do. We need to follow state and local guidelines, take extra precautions if at higher risk, wash our hands frequently, stay six feet from others when we can, and when we can't stay six feet from others, please, I'm begging you, wear a face covering. These small actions will make a big difference. So I'm asking you to say it with me, America. Coronavirus stops with me. You can learn more at coronavirus.gov. Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services at taxpayer expense. Pastors and ministry leaders, our station has been hosting jam-packed pastor events for years. And we didn't want to miss 2020 because of COVID. So we're presenting five exciting and power-packed virtual pastor appreciation events for you. Free, online every Thursday in October. With speakers like Tony Evans, Alistair Begg, John MacArthur, Greg Laurie, and Chuck Swindoll. As many of our cities are going through terrible times, and you go, what's next? Finally reach bottom. You've been there. I've been there. When is the last time you poured out your soul to God for strength? With music by a number of artists, including Matthew West, Chris Tomlin, and Mandisa. Join us free online every Thursday in October. Register today at letstalkfaith.com. Keyword pastors. Bible line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven. Mm, the faith is not away. Eternal in the heavens. We got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, let your loved ones know it. Bible line. Weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation. A promise kept for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with Bill Bunkley Show. And... um, my next guest, uh, it's an interview I have much anticipated. Several years ago, I wrote, I read uh, the first book that really brought uh, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn to prominence and to an attention to the world, and that was The Harbinger. And now we have The Harbinger 2, The Return. And I'm excited to have him with us today. The first Harbinger was a New York Times bestseller. This one is already a New York Times bestseller. 
He has written also the mystery of the Sigma, the book of the mysteries, uh, the paradigm, the oracle. All of them have been bestsellers. And uh, he is one of the 40 top spiritual leaders in the last 40 years that has impacted this generation, and he still is. He speaks on Capitol Hill. He speaks United Nations. Uh, millions of people around the world have been exposed to the, the mysteries. It just seems that God unfolds things for him. And I want to tell you, when you get your copy of the Harbinger 2, The Return, just like the first Harbinger, you won't be able to put it down. Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, thank you so much for being back with us on the Bill Bunkley Show. Great to be with you, Bill. You know, the first question I want to ask, in case someone's kind of new to the faith or new, uh-huh. they might not be familiar with the word harbinger, what is a harbinger very quickly? A harbinger is a, is a uh, shadow or a, a warning often of something that is yet to come. And the harbinger, the original book, my first book, is in a nutshell, is that the, the harbinger, there were nine prophetic warnings or harbingers that appeared in the last days of ancient Israel and that are, they are now appearing or have appeared on American soil. And they, they came to Israel year, just uh, basically a number of years before the destruction of that nation. So they are warning a nation heading for judgment, and they've all appeared in America. Now, I read the first Harbinger and uh, several of those warnings, and now in Harbinger 2, The Return, i got to tell you, Rabbi, I couldn't put the book down, but what led you to revealing this or writing this right now at this moment? Yeah, well, I was, first, I was a, a year ago, or, or in September, I'm praying, Lord, what do you want me to write? And, 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 and you know, this came, and I, I've held back on writing this, Bill, for years. I knew when I wrote The Harbinger, it was the beginning, it wasn't the end, it was the beginning of this template of progression to judgment. And so I knew there was going to be another book, but I, I knew I couldn't just write it any time. So when I'm praying, I got this, and I also got very strongly that this year, 2020, this is before 2020, was going to be a year of great shaking and i i shared it publicly at the very start of the year um and that the that the mystery of the harbinger was going to resume in 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 force and so i had to get the i had to get this word out to for warning his people uh that they'd be aware of what's happening where's it going and how to be prepared so i started writing it in january and then by march everything came upon america so the harbinger it's harbinger too are we approaching judgment are are is this ancient mystery continuing um what do we and what can we do about it you know how do we prepare where is it going so that's how it happened so so it was, i've never held back on a book for years and then knew that it was the exact moment now i want to tell my audience that many of the things that uh, uh, rabbi jonathan khan wrote in a harbinger boy they are coming true and we also segue into the harbinger to the return things are also lining up there i've just got to ask you yeah it always blows my mind about the dates the dates that keep coming up, and uh, that's why I don't get a lot of sleep at night when your book comes out because I'm reading it all night. But these dates, could you just take a minute or two because we've yeah. got such a short period of time. These dates are just it, it, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, one thing is, you know, one thing is what was written, and I, when I went back, Bill, I started reading the, the Harbinger again, and there's a chapter called Things to Come, and it's happening, and, and it's even pinpointed what, why this had to happen What we, right now in this year. We can get to it, you know, as we go on, but I'll give you an example. Um, one of the things that, the, one section or realm of the Harbinger, too, is things that I did not reveal back then. What I, what I wrote down was only like one part of it, um, of this mystery, and yet it's affecting us now. 
I'll give an example. Well, uh, the Pentagon. You know, the, you know, when judgment begins in a nation, the powers of that nation are struck, are shaken, and then God brings it back, to, brings things back to their foundation. Well, the, one of the, the the great power of America, one of it is its military superpower. When did it begin? It began in 1941 when we entered the Second World War, and we emerged as the world's greatest military superpower. Well, that same moment as we're beginning in 1941, the the Pentagon is built. What date? When was it built? It, the Pentagon was born <laughs> on 9/11, on September 11th, and so it all comes back to the foundation. In fact, the Pentagon actually replaced another building that was there for 60 years. It was the War Building, the War Department. If you take the date the Pentagon was built, add 60 years forward, it comes to September 11, 2001. Wow. And the and the warning the warning is that God, about all these things is that all our blessings come from God and America. And if we we cannot war against God, if we do then these powers, including our military, will crumble. Mm. I want to tell you, you're listening to the voice of Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. You have got to get your copy of this book. It is The Harbinger to the Return. And if you're at, at it and haven't bought the first book, go buy, go back and buy both volumes. And uh, i tell you what, you'll be blown away. Now, you can go to the website right now, theharbingerreturns.com, theharbingerreturns.com. That's the official website. And, of course, The Harbinger 2, The Return, is sold wherever uh, fine books are sold, and you need to get your copy of this. Now, as we, as we look at what, what we're focusing in on right now, and things are being revealed just as this book has been coming out, give us one example of, of one of those things that's just amazing that's happening right now. Well, okay, uh, the, the harbingers have not stopped. That's the first thing. Since the book came out, it has continued. I mean, it, 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 you know, the, the signs have continued. We are following this ancient course, I mean, like, like step by step that ancient Israel did, on, uh, and it was heading to judgment. And there was all sorts of things that have appeared. I'll give something about right now, um, and that is this. Um, the, the, in the original book, The Harbinger, it talks about what's going to happen. The template is that years before the nation's judgment, or, or when destruction comes, or when great shakings come, um, the, there is a, an initial shaking, a strike on the land. And that, that's a biblical pattern. That, that a strike is a, an enemy attack is allowed on the land. It's limited. It's a wake up call to call the nation back. Well, for us, for America, that was 9 11. And, and with, from that first event, all the, those nine harbingers come. But then what happens? Then the nation is given in the template a window of time, a span of years to come back to God, to, you know, to, to return. That's his hope. But if, or to head to judgment. Well, how, the question was asked, this is the original book, and it's opened up in the Harbinger 2, and that is that, how long is it between that first strike and then when the, the year of the greater shakings? Well, with ancient Israel, the first strike came in 605 B.C., Babylon. And then the, the greater shakings came, and, and destruction actually came in, uh, uh, in, in 586. That's 19 years, a 19-year period. Well, what happens if you take the year that, yet September 11th, that was 2001, when is the 19th year, and would it be the year of shakings? Well, it comes to the year 2020. 2020 is the 19th year. That is the biblical mystery when shakings will come upon the land. And mm. one of the things, one of those shakings that actually the prophet Jeremiah foretold would happen in the 19th year of, in his case, and, and it, was that a plague would come upon the land. 
And interesting because what, what is the name of this plague officially? It's COVID. What's the number? 19, 19. the number of judgment. <laughs> and not only that, but the, you know, in the original book, it talks about how the, the shakings are going to come or which ones. And it, talks, it, it names them out. One of them is that there'll be division. The nation will be divided. There'll be civil disorder. We're watching it now. There'll be economic disintegration. We're watching it now. All these things we're watching, and it has all come at the exact time. And so, Bill, that's what for years after the Harbinger, I was always looking at this year, 2020, and saying, Lord, is it going to follow the template? And it has. I tell you, chapter by chapter, page by page, as I read the Harbinger to the Return, uh, there's an, there's another there's another aspect, another aspect, another aspect, and so they're, they're building, and some of them are parallel. But when you look at our future, uh, Rabbi Khan, and uh, you know Israel, well, they blew it big time twice. Their temple was torn down twice. Yes. So I got to tell you, as you take us back to the Old Testament. And show us the similarities of what's happening to Israel then in America today. Uh, you can have these moments like, oh, my, but you believe there's still hope. Talk about that. Yeah, well, well, you know, Bill, a lot of people have been asking me ever since the Harbinger, you know, is there, you know, you know, is there hope? Is it going to be, are we heading to, you know, judgment, destruction, or calamity, and, or revival, you know, and restoration? Well, you know, I, and I'm, I've always answered that, you know, there can be both. And the thing is that, in fact, revival can come in the midst of shaking. And the thing is that in the Harbinger, too, when you get, and you know this, you get to the, the last part where it talks about what's happening right now and where it's yes. heading and what's coming. Um, it also talks about hope at the same time for the people of God. And the thing is that I believe that I don't believe the shakings are over. I believe there are shakings to come. Um, yet, I believe at the same time that God's will is for revival. And, and again, it, you know, America's grown so deafened and so hardened to the voice of God that it's taking shaking just as it did with Israel. So I believe that the hope is revival. And that's the only hope of America. Without revival, it's gone. And of course, the, the scripture, you know, if my people called by my name will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their evil ways, I'll hear from heaven, forgive their sin, I will heal their land. Well, that scripture, Second Chronicles 7.14, that, that people miss the context. The context is the verse before. And the verse before, God says, if I send a plague on the land, then it says, if my people will then go. Well, listen, we got the plague. <laughs> you know, this is the moment. In other words, in fact, everything, he says three things, and every one of them is happening right now. So I believe this moment is crucial. I believe this all is crucial. And I believe we have to rise to this scripture now as never before. And for those who will, even though the dark may get darker, the lights of God will get brighter if we take this to heart. And repentance, revival begins with us. And revival, began, and revival begins with repentance. So this is a call for all of us. This could be our greatest hour, even in darkness, if we will shine as God has called us to. Remember, I'm recommending this book highly. You've got to get your copy of The Harbinger 2, The Return, written by my guest this afternoon, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. Got about two minutes left. Uh, Rabbi, let me ask you a question. Uh, one of your chapters talks about the return, and you kind of try and figure that out before you read it. And then it's part of the title. And just two Saturdays ago, which helps put it all together, you hosted the return 
on the mall there in Washington, D.C. Tell us about the correlation in just a, the few moments we have. Yeah, yeah. Well, this was the, yeah, and, and the return in the, in, the, in the subtitle here means a lot of different things. But one of them is that, yeah, this is the call. The call is that we have to we have to come back and we have to return. And so we just had this last week on the mall, and uh, about 100,000 people were there, and about 12 million people tuned in were part of it around the country. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a call, a call for repentance, and because you cannot have revival without repentance. And and yet, with repentance, God will do it. So that's what it began there. In the middle of it, uh, I gave a prophetic word. People can, they go online and they say, you know, they Google Jonathan Kahn return message. Uh, it's a prophetic word. But I believe this is cru- cru- uh, actually critical, and it had to happen now, before the election, before where we're heading. So critical moment. But we've got to keep on, we've got to keep in prayer before God. And I want to tell you, many of you are thinking, and been thinking since March, man, what is happening? What's uh, going yeah. on? You know that I've talked about the shaking, and of course the, the 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 rabbi. It's a central part of where he sees things right now. And I want to tell you, you can go to the website right now, theharbingerreturns.com, the harbor, the harbingerreturns.com. You can get your copy, backup information there. It's also where fine books are sold. And by the way, if you have not read. The first Harbinger, get that as well. Uh, but I'll tell you what, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, it's always a pleasure to have you back with us. Thank oh, you thank for you, this. Bill. Thank you for what you're doing for the nation. I look forward to our next visit. Thank you, Bill. God bless. God bless you, my friend. All right, again, that's the Harbinger 2, The Return by Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. Get your copy. I'm Bill Bunkley. Got a break coming up. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. The newly popular charge that America suffers from systemic racism ignores the realities of how our current system of law, politics, business, and culture really works. In legal terms, racism has been illegal for 50 years now with bans on discrimination in hiring, housing, education, and much more. Yes, racist attitudes still exist, but the system and our culture now work against them, not for them. In politics, 12% of the House of Representatives is now black, closely matching the black percentage of the population, and the nation twice elected a black president. In business, discrimination not only violates the law, but hurts the bottom line. Finally, a striking explosion of black creativity and success characterizes our culture, while open expressions of bigotry lead to disgrace and even ostracism. The American system has changed profoundly. Far from imposing racism, it now strives to eliminate it. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. All across America, our children recite the words that support our nation's most dear beliefs. But in our schools and on our college campuses, these words are being challenged. One nation under God. From the creators of God's Not Dead comes One Nation Under God, a story of redemption and healing. We can do anything with faith. We can accomplish anything with faith. Witness the struggle as one man has the faith and courage to stand up for what they truly believe. Our founding fathers placed God in the center of our nation. Shouldn't he have a place in our school system? It's rare that a family can find an inspiring film that reinforces biblical values. One Nation Under God is that film. God is still here. If you've wanted to 
to enjoy a movie with your family that makes you want to stand up and cheer. Watch One Nation Under God. Purchase now for a limited time, 50% off. That's $6.99. Use promo code TAMPA for an extra 20% off. SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. While the factories were slowing production and dealerships were running out of inventory, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on a buying spree. Now with over 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has one of the largest selections in the state. Before you buy elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want that the other guys might not. Their goal is never to lose your business over price, with many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit. And Moss Nissan Crystal River just received Nissan's prestigious Award of Excellence. Great job, guys. Searching for a new improved service experience? Moss service departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura's You Serve, You Save program, applying to vets, first responders, and active military, now includes pastors and church workers. The choice is simple. The choice is clear. The choice is here. Moss Nissan and Acura, Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue in Tampa at mossacura.com and mossnissan.com. Cornerstone is an essential service working to meet the needs of homeowners during this difficult time by following all CDC guidelines and taking extra protective steps on site. Cornerstone Pros employs only the best technicians. Each one has been background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify their skills before they ever step foot in your home. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. We're back, Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. Hey, pastors, want to remind you that coming up is week number two for our virtual pastors' appreciation event. Now, you can go to our website at letstalkfaith.com. Um, these are very special messages that we are providing to you if you are a pastor, a minister, uh, associate, pastor, etc., or in music. Um, uh, ministry as well. Uh, these are very special messages and music just for you. And I got to tell you, they're coming from some of the most important and well-known pastors, teachers, and artists. Now, week one has already been um, completed. That was last Thursday, October the 1st. These are happening every Thursday in the month of October online at 10 a.m. That's right, 10 a.m., This coming Thursday, October the 8th at 10 a.m., we'll have our next installment. And uh, understand that some of the uh, feature speakers include Chuck Swindoll, uh, Dr. Tony Evans was with us last Thursday, John MacArthur, Alistair Begg, Robert Jeffress, Alan Jackson, uh, Greg Laurie. And when you talk about some of the feature artists, uh, we're talking about for King and Country, Stephen Curtis Chapman and Michael W. Smith, two veterans, veterans, 
of hearing from God and communicating His Word through, through song. Um, we also have Matthew West, Natalie Grant, Zach Williams, Mandisa, Chris Tomlin. Boy, I tell you what, what a lineup. Pastors, it's for you. It is all free, but you got to go register if you haven't already. Go to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, and get registered. Also, we've got a $2,000 pastor technology upgrade giveaway for you. You, if you're the grand prize winner as a pastor, you will receive your choice of a computer hardware, of computer hardware or software valued up to $2,000. And it's just for you, our pastors. Uh, You tell us what you need. If it's hardware, up to $2,000, you got it. If you need some software, up to $2,000, you got it. If you need $1,000 of hardware, $1,000 of software, total $2,000, guess what? You got it if you're the winner. And we'll ship it to you um, after that has been determined. And all this, both the virtual conference as well as this technology upgrade, pastors, music ministers, know that we appreciate you. Know that I appreciate your ministry. And that we certainly appreciate your local church. So participate in these very special opportunities. Go right now to letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Make sure that you get registered because we want you to be a part of uh, this very, very special moment. Now, also want to remind you, if you haven't had a chance to go to our website to check out the Sea Life 2020, sponsored by Focus on the Family, you got an opportunity to stand in the gap for the unborn. There is a pledge there that you can review and sign. You can also share your commitment to others using the hashtag Love every heartbeat. That's hashtag love every heartbeat. And then make sure you watch the 58 or 59 minute presentation, Sea Life 2020. It is a very remarkable presentation, not only about the truth about uh, life, the truth about abortion, uh, but when you see some of those images, um, it will just uh, it, it will just leave you uh, as uh, such a very very impactful event. And so I just wanted to give you a little bit of an update on some of those. Well, it's been a very busy day here on the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, as always, uh, I just want to tell you how much uh, I appreciate you. And um, later on this evening, uh, I'm going to try and post a photograph of the award that uh, I was uh, given this weekend uh, by the Florida Family Policy Council. I received their Lifetime Achievement Award. It's also called the uh, Dan Webster Award, and um, tell you what, I just, uh, it was a surprise. We had no idea, Mrs. Bunkley and our son, Zach, uh, we were all in attendance uh, that night, Um, and so uh, I just wanted to thank you, uh, as I did earlier in the program, because um, 25 years I've been your watchman on the wall in Tallahassee for uh, Christian and uh, religious liberty, religious freedom issues. 15 years uh, after the Terry Schiavo, um, very unfortunate state of affairs, um, I was um, recruited, and uh, after a year or so, uh, Chris Gould um, convinced me to do a pilot and uh, do a radio show here on the Salem uh, Media Group uh, broadcast here in Central Florida, 
and uh, immediately began broadcasting from Tallahassee when I'm there during the session, and that's been 15 years. So uh, that award of a lifetime achievement, that's an achievement that I share with all of you uh, as our listeners and those of you who have supported our station and have supported myself, my family, and the Bill Bunkley Show, especially through all the ongoing challenges that we are still navigating with uh, the leukemia diagnosis. Well, uh, last thing to remind you that uh, we've had a lot of important interviews today. You can get those on our website at letstalkfaith.com. That'll be on our archive page. Uh, you'll get that navigated on the top bar of letstalkfaith.com. They'll be posted tomorrow morning. Well, I hope that uh, you have a chance to uh, have a little bit of a rest, spend some time with the Lord tonight in the morning. And, uh, and tomorrow at 3, I'll be right back with you right here on AM 570, 910. Until then, have a great evening. God bless and good afternoon.